7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live this July 23rd, 2019 on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide, Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me, uh, almost as always, even though the show got taken over by the uh the whole crew of mike check radio last friday which was fun and congratulations to miles for winning the what the hell is that fucking price um <laughs> the ebay weird stuff edition uh oh and boy were some 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 weird things going on and uh lots of poop oriented things oh yeah Ooh. uh and of course, uh, welcome back. Hey, we're putting the band back together. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Ken and Joe. I really am. It was. He's a friend who used to live in D.C. He moved out to California, moved back up to Buffalo, and I That's didn't know fine. he was in town until Friday night. I it wor- don't it like worked. bailing out. It worked yeah. out fine. Don't worry. Again, we it was it was like Mike Check Radio on Friday, uh, except it it wasn't because I led the show with my own distinct flair, and of course, flare. a man who is Happy Friday. Also, yes. is Trump still a douche nozzle? Um, oh, I, I think he's a whole douche dispensary, like a giant factory sized douche dispensary. Oh. At this point, mm. does that mean that he has like saline water? I don't know. I don't know. But another man who is known for his distinctive, another man who is known for his distinctive electric flair, Mr. Joe Santorsis, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Scranton is here, and uh, we are uh, cooling down. Oh so my it's, God! Uh, it's getting nice, sir. Oh my it's supposed God. to get hot over the weekend, but it's becoming like June in America. Yes. It's you know, like morning in America. Not the, Reagan style though. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry, it's July. It's really cool down here a lot. It's becoming actually like July uh here, you know, where well, you can go out and you can work up a sweat, but you you actually get the option to work up the sweat as opposed yes. to walking into a fucking furnace and just like instantaneous your body says you need to have sweat all over you because you're too hot yeah you know they call it here air you could wear yeah there yeah. you go. <laughs> that, was, that was you know what that I was like that. i mean here we are down in maryland <laughs> we were here down in maryland in the dc area joe i know you felt it my Ooh. sister's up in the hudson valley in new york were like what the fuck what yeah. is going on? What Did I accidentally this? say? Th- I'm sorry if I accidentally said "Welcome to the Friday edition." It's the Tuesday edition. I don't know. I, eh. I was just talking. I was thinking about Friday, but no, it's Tuesday. 
Don't worry. See what see what heat does to you. I do. I uh, it's my own. It's how I lead the show with my own personal flair. So. <laughs> but yeah, waking waking up this morning, I was like, I'm gonna go out and let the dogs out. I'm gonna bring the paper in. I walked out and I was like, wow, I did not get smacked in the face with the two by four of heat. Mm-hmm. No, it was actually almost fall like. Yeah. Like a tinge of fall. Yes. Not quite. Yesterday was really, it was very drizzly here all day yesterday. I mm-hmm. took off the day from work because, you know, again, Susan threw out her back. So, um, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't, I didn't mention it to uh, on the air yet, but yeah, Susan threw out her back at Dragon Boats on Sunday. And, um, so I, I stayed home to take care of her and, uh, I did her pretty good. Uh, that sounded bad. I helped her out. <laughs> no, no, it um, sounds nice. And, and, and I did right by her and, um, uh, got her, you know, some icy hot and, you know, gave her the pain meds, you know, I mean, over the counter stuff, nothing crazy, a leave, uh, <laughs> massaged her, her sore muscle, you know, got, uh, I got her uh, a cane <laughs> out of the attic, um, oh. and uh, it's like a, a really nice old heavy wooden walking stick that was her grandfather's. So you know, j- you know, it, it just to help because you know she she just, I mean, she pulled it bad. This is like the, again the only only the second time she's done it. Mm. So that's um, you know what you know, she's she doing now. She a lot better. She's yeah, she's okay. getting around. She's getting around fine. She's you know. It hurts, but you know, not like the first day. It was bad. So, no, oh, it's good stuff to, to rub on uh, bad back as atomic bomb. Oh, I'll have to get some of that because we have we got the icy hot, we got the blue emu, we got the tiger bomb, but I haven't atomic heard of a, bomb. atomic bomb. So, yeah, it's good, good stuff. Nice. I'll have to play atomic fire on the break to remind me um, of atomic bec- bomb. Yes, yeah, because because <laughs> that's how I lead the show with my own personal flair. Ah, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> clever, clever. Not really. Um, I, I'm just gonna keep repeating it because it sounded stupid the first time. So I'm just gonna do it more and more because that's my own distinctive personal flair I put on the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to revisit I something. You guys, Friday. I'm oh, sorry I, I, again, we miss you too. No apologies necessary. Uh, I'm grateful for every. I wasn't on that rain. I I I didn't know that, Joe. Yeah, it was it was me, Miles, Michelle, and Adam. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Was it just another Mike Check Radio special edition? Yeah. Oh. Except it was led by me, Kenny Pick, with my own distinctive personal flair. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I didn't know that. Did you ever use that flair on highway in an emergency? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. your, a couple your times. Personal flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'll actually. This is something I didn't play uh, on Friday, but I think we should uh, play a very important statement from Megan McCain. My father. My father. My father's. My father. I mean, my father. 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 
Yeah, there you go, everybody. Uh, thanks to uh, <laughs> Caleb Stark for putting that together. So, um, wait, is, who is her father? I was just going to ask that. Yeah, who is her? Um, who, she never mentioned her father's name. Wasn't she uh, Donald Trump's kid? Let's, no. let's go. <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Wait, she was uh she was uh she's Tiffany's sister, right? Yes. She's Ivanka. Um, she's um, the original daughter. <laughs> Actually, her and Ivanka the only have daughter. the same hair color. That's true. So they, uh, they do. They have the same hair color. And Trump would probably talk about her boobs. So Oh my god. Uh, yeah. oh, my. oh my god only when anyway. she's an infant it was just yeah only when she's an infant she has yeah. her legs oh my god a baby has like tall sexy supermodel legs you should take that baby back to the doctor and see what's going on yes yeah I would say there's what the? some kind of some kind of syndrome going on there oh we're sorry your baby's half supermodel <laughs> <laughs> Most people would be like, no! <laughs> but uh, you know what Trump would be thinking? What a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. <laughs> I can only hope that in the future her torso catches up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah, let's just stop. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, so anyway, oh, should we stop it? She just kept talking about her father. My father, my father, my father, my father, my father. I'm a daughter. I'm a daughter. I'm the only daughter here. I know. I know. I torture is stand her on the view. I'm not going to lie about this. I'm not going to lie. She is awful. Well, now she's trying to garner sympathy about her, her, uh, and, and I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to slam her for it or anything, obviously, but she she's trying to she's talking about her miscarriage which is a very personal story and i respect oh, her I for sharing that. that but you know she she shared that did and, her you know. did her father cause it no yeah i can i deserve I a buzz so. um so stop it stop it i i do i deserve a buzz. do i need to get ann romney in here no. Do I need to no. get Ann Romney? No, I'm serious. Do I need to get Ann Romney in here? If it teaches me a lesson, Stop fine. It. Well, there's you. Stop it. There you go. Very stern. Uh, all right. So I want to I want to play you guys uh, before we get into the the li what little audio I have for tonight. I wanted to share this with you guys because uh, this was something I I, I knew Joe wasn't going to be on the show, but I. And then, you know, I got the audio and Rain wasn't available. Um, but I, I really think it's worth playing you guys some of this stuff. Because, you know, we have, uh, you know, the, the big Trump racist chant. Send them back. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, here, uh, just to, to revisit. Um, let me see. Uh, where is it? Uh, here it is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. Uh, that was the wrong one. Uh, that was actually Nazis uh, chanting. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, you know. But yeah, so this is uh, this is the, the chant from the rally. Oh, my so. God. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it is that bad. Um so the the um the real fake news, Fox News, the lamestream media, Fox News, and racists on radio and on blogs and whatever, all the all the maggots out there, all the red hats can't spell hatred without red hat. Um, and uh, they, so they were all rushing to Fat Donnie's defense. And I so wished you guys could have heard this audio, so that's why I'm going to play it for you now. This is my favorite of all of it. Um, this is Sean Hannity, uh, Slanthead, and uh, Dan Bingo Bongo Mango, Bongino, <laughs> who's who's colored roughly like the outside of an overcooked ham. Um, bada bing, bada boom. Bingo Bongo Bango. Um I don't know. You know, it's like, I, I think, I don't know if the guy is white or not, but I don't really care. Uh, but I, I usually, because uh, I was playing his audio from a honky drop. So, Hannity or Badinga Danga Dingo Doodoo? Bongino. Bingo Bango Bongo. Um, uh, Bongino sounds Italian. Bongino. I don't know. It sounds like something you throw up in an Italian restaurant. Sure. I'll have the gabagoo in the Bongino. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, listen to them. Listen, this is this is really funny. This is really funny to me because in, in wait for the end, bingo bongo bango the the punchline at the end of this clip. Oh my god, pure comedy gold, unintentional comedy gold. So yeah. when the president said, and he had actually tweeted out, which I thought was very interesting, and that the media would never talk about, it's up to people to decide whether to stay or leave. He was very clear about that. But if she comes from a country where abortion is imprisonment or even assisting in such. Oh, oh, oh look at this. Did, 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 is all of a sudden it's bad to punish women for abortion uh, in the eyes of conservatives? Is that what Sean Hannity is saying? Well, who is, who is she talking about, Ken? Who, uh, who's Hannity who talking about? Who is he about? talking about when he says she? Omar. Omar. Because we okay. played the chant. We played, you know, send them back. Um, okay. Yeah, he he's saying you know she comes from a country where you're imprisoned for abortion. That's wrong. That's wrong. You should go oh. over and fix that and get something like Roe v. Wade put in place. Is that what Hannity is saying? That was the first thing. Sounds like the first thing that you know. It's like oh, that's bad. Women are imprisoned for abortion over there. Well, that's what you want to do here. Yes. Trump yeah. literally said, yes, the woman needs to be punished. I don't know about the doctors, but the woman for sure, totes for sure. Yeah. Oh so, my God. So yeah, so so uh, I'll, I'll, let me start that clip over. But I just, I thought that was the most amazing thing that they're like, oh, well, hey, look, abortion laws are great over here. Why would you ever complain about America? Which they're not really complaining about America. They're complaining about Trump. So yeah. when the president said, and he had actually tweeted out, which I thought was very interesting and that the media would never talk about, it's up to people to decide whether to stay or leave. He was very clear about that. But if oh. she comes from a country where abortion is imprisonment or even assisting in such, where if you say anything bad about Islam, you're going to jail. If you happen to be gay, you're going to jail. And the president says, all right, go fix that country, your country of origin. You're, you're a citizen. He said, 
It's up to you if you want to stay or go. Uh, but then you can come back and tell us how to fix this place after you fix that place. Um, I think the oh. people in North Carolina were taking, I, I don't think they were saying send her back as much as they're saying uh, these no. views are repugnant. What? Wait, what? Sean, I yeah, okay. All right. Well, I'll let you chime in there before we get to Bingo Bongo Bango's response. The chant was send her back. Well, I mean, to say I don't think there was so much send her back. The problem, the chant was send her back. I think the I parenthetically the chant was. I'm pretty sure I heard that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read his goddamn tweet that said go back to your own country. I think I think the actual chant was send her back. Parenthetically, this is just a representation of views <laughs> that we oppose. Yeah. I am sure that every Trump supporter knew how to pronounce parenthetically. Mm, and yeah. they put it into a send her back parenthetically. The, yeah, they just mumbled. They just mumbled that part. We couldn't back. hear it. We couldn't hear the part that they just mumbled really quickly between the next kidding, send her back. Is is Hannity really talk about God? Talk about alternate reality. Like it's a lie. It's Joe. on freaking tape. There's tape. There's yeah. audio tape. There's videotape. There's tape. Yeah. Lots of tape. There is recorded <laughs> history. Tape. Uh, <laughs> tape. Yeah. Tape. Tape. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tons and reels and reels of tape. Make me tape. <laughs> Make me tape. Yeah. Well, they may have I mean, said send her back, but they didn't yeah. mean it. If yeah. you went and talked to them and got what they really well, meant, maybe each they one should. of them would have told you. No, maybe, they were just maybe. trying to capsulize their differences and ideology maybe they, they should take some of the yeah. really sure i mean well you know just really screaming we don't agree with ideology we don't agree parenthology parenthetically anyway, here's, here's what trump cultists should Oops. here's what trump cultists should do okay, you, know, you know what you do you, you buy you, yourself Joe. a tape recorder you just record <laughs> yourself for a whole day i think you're gonna be surprised at some of your phrasing yeah um yeah. but let's get a bit Mm-hmm. No, well, let's get to I'm, bingo I'm bongo bango thank you for joe for correcting my let's let's get mistakes. to bingo bongo bango's response because you guys you guys parenthetically <laughs> all right all right let me continue um the um uh the the next part of the clip uh, bingo bongo bango um listen to listen to what he says at the end of the clip i'm gonna see if i can find a laugh track for this because it's it's important i think there's a large portion of america that's tired of this listen we're a country that has had its flaws we have our battle scars you know we lost hundreds of thousands of men defeating the scourge of slavery and the initiation of our country but we've come so far and people like omar succeed in the united states with a uniquely american dream and people are tired of having this country crapped on constantly by far leftists that can't believe that's what the people were chanting last night in north carolina about how outrageous this is a country that has opened its hearts to people of from every country around the world was that what they were angry about I think so. I think we take in millions of people a year. We're the most benevolent country on earth. I wouldn't have said send her back personally. Uh, I think the president's spoken out about that as well. He did. But I get why people what? would be upset. And I wish that, that liberals would make an effort to understand our position like we try to understand theirs. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> 
good. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, was, he ever on, was he ever on Letterman or like one of the late night shows? I, you know, I, I don't know, but let, I think that joke is good enough. He should he should probably tell it again. Uh, let, let's hear that again. I wish that, that liberals would make an effort to understand our position like we try to understand theirs. Uh, I'm, I'm raising I'm raising my hand right here. Can I, can I Hold on, wait for the guy to cough. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Can we do that again? Because the guy coughed right in the middle of my. No. Right in the middle of what I was saying. I well, think that we understand. I do. I think we understand their position. Yeah. I think they don't like the fact that we don't agree with their position, and um. I don't know what was the other part. Uh, th- th- he actually said we try to understand liberals. We no no. He wishes that they would try to understand where we're coming from, as we try to understand them. It, it, yeah. it, like like they really try to understand us when they call us baby killing communist socialist. Um, uh, yeah. uh, you know. See, I understand where they're coming from. So a do clan, I. A clan rally. That's that's the thing. We understand where they're coming from. Yeah, we get it. Right. They're more pissed off that we don't agree with them. You know, and this brings. uh, I I I don't know if I've gone on this little rant before. Stupid little white nationalist mofo. (sighs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've gone on this little rant before, but something that I want everybody to put in their argument arsenal right now is if anybody ever refers to you as a baby killer for being a liberal and supporting choice. You say, no, you're the baby killer because you think abortion is murder and your party hasn't done anything to stop it since, you know, before, you know, for, for you know, over 40 years. So you're the baby killers because you think it's murder. If you think there's blood on anybody's hands, it's yours because yeah. we think it's a safe and, you know, it's a, it's a safe legal medical procedure. And that's what it is. You're saying it's murder. And that those are your standards. And if you're letting that happen based on your morals, if your party's doing nothing to stop it, you're the baby killers. So you know, anyway. A baby, killer, a baby killer is somebody who puts them in cages. Yes. Yeah. Makes their mothers drink out of toilets. Yes. Yeah. Won't give them a toothbrush, toothpaste, or soap. Create Absolutely. situations where teenage, you know teenage immigrants commit suicide. Yeah. Have... Yeah. have uh, five-year-old toddlers taking care of infants yeah so that's anyway good, but i just uh, yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to flip that on its head uh because that was something i thought about the other day and it's like how fucking dare you look at any of us and call us baby killers because no you know i i agree with that ken i do agree with that but it it, it pisses me off because yeah. there it, the it's fact just that, the, the they fact can't, that they're sitting there yeah. saying because we're liberals we're baby killers they, they, and I know this is really simple, and everybody in the chat and everybody who's listening to this show knows this. We're not baby killers. We are the yeah. ones who are trying to expand abortion rights. So this way, nobody has to be put in a position where they need to have an abortion. What yeah. we want, what we want, people like me, what I want is I want every woman to feel like this is a baby I want. This is a baby that I feel like I'm ready to have it. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to raise it. That's not baby killing. 
That's no. actually so fucking pro-life. Yeah. That oh, I agree. So stupid that they don't realize it. I concur. But anyway, um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw that out there. I didn't mean to derail it too much from that because it, it just makes me so angry. But I wasn't sure if I ever said it on the show. But that's what you know. You want to flip it on its head? Say no. What have you? you, you so what have? What has your party done about it? You're the one that thinks it's killing. What's your party done? Nothing. If you think it's killing, the blood's on your hands. Um, yeah. they're, so they're not pro life. No, they're not. they're not. They're not. I mean, but you know, I, I think that even even before we get to like you know the litany of things Joe said and beyond, you know, the warmongering that's gone on with neocons and everything. Um, you know, how many babies did they kill in uh, you know uh, Iraq? Um, you know, and elsewhere. Um, you know, but before you even get to that, you just flip their argument on its head and say you're applying your standard of morality to me, whereas I'm just you know supporting the law. You know exactly. So um, exactly, and, uh, I mean, and it comes down to that what you were talking about them applying their morality onto us, and and you're correct, Ken. I, I don't disagree with that, but I do feel like, you know, if you're going to apply that morality onto us, then you guys need to do something about preventing unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, Period. exactly. If you are pro-life, prevent unwanted pregnancies. Mm. I want to I play one more quick clip here um, of uh, it for, you, for your guys' uh, benefit? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> benefit, parenthetically, just some more of Kenny Pick's distinctive flair um <laughs> sorry you're, you're becoming the new road flare mary yeah yeah there you go you know what she's dead she's oh. dead she's dead to jim dead. so <laughs> she got she got burned up by a road flare i'm telling you man i don't she hasn't been on the show in probably 10 years well, the problem is she was smoking road flares and somebody offered her a cocktail, but she didn't realize what was in a Molotov. And May road flare Mary. Bada bing, bada boom. May her memory be for a blessing. There you go. All right, so listen to this. Greg Gutfeld twisting his little pea brain into this like infinity pretzel uh, trying to, to make... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's so fucking embarrassing. He did not say this, so this is an important yeah, part. He did. He did say it, and then they turned it into a chant. He did not say this, so this is an important part. Um, Trump, the chanters there are like the media in that they took his words and they turned it into something he didn't mean. Remember, he said, y yeah, yeah, "Go home, no. fix what? it, and come back no. and show us how." What they did Wait. is exactly what the media did, was they just heard deport. deport. And unfortunately, whether you're in a rock band or a, uh, uh, a professional team or a politician, you can't choose your fans. And you can't control their behavior. You'd like to, and maybe you should. Maybe you should have been faster and said, stop that. Maybe you should have, but he didn't. But I know that you can't, be, you can't answer to things that are out of your control. Wow, what did, does I, that mean? Greg Gutfeld just uh, threw Trump supporters under the bus, though. That's nice. Did he just compare Trump supporters at that rally to the quote-unquote fake media? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. great. <laughs> 
They took something well, he didn't but did say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Threw him right under the bus. It's pretty awesome. Go ahead, Joe. I'll give you the last word on this before we go to break. Well, he soaked it in like, uh, you know, like a petty dictator. He stood up there with that stupid chin up in the air grin on his face. It was like, chin. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. 13 yeah. seconds. 13 whole seconds. And never told him to shut it up or he didn't like it. Yeah. So, mm. fuck him. Oh, by the way, speaking of his chin, didn't you see he was he started trashing somebody the other day calling him the chin because the, the guy has a double chin? It's like, okay, what? really? Okay, vag neck. <laughs> Sorry. Really? <laughs> crepe, crepe neck? Uh, minge neck? Fanny Jeez. neck? He, he, his neck looks like an old lady vagina. <laughs> oh. <She's- laughs> I can say that. Oh, you can't. No. I can. I can. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Wait for the guy to cough. Here he comes. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. I, I thought you guys would appreciate that. I mean, just utter nonsense. I mean, utter fucking nonsense. Amazing. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy. Yeah. So, anyway, well, let's go ahead and go to the break. We'll start to get to some newer audio, uh, since that was from Friday, but I really wanted to share that with you guys. And uh, we'll talk about a variety of things tonight. We might do extended open phones if anybody's interested. Let me know if anybody's interested in calling in tonight. Give me a scale of 1 to 10 on the chances of you calling in, and then I can gauge how much time to set aside. So, everybody in the chat room, do that. From 1 to 10, what's the likelihood of you calling in tonight? Some homework for you, folks. You oh, know your, my gosh. You know your Arabic numerals. Uh, so, you just said Arab. You hate America. Uh, uh, yeah. Arabs and your stupid Arab numerals. Uh, Arabic. Arabic. <laughs> numerals. Uh, no, I, I don't know where that is. I used to have a woman saying Arabic numerals, thinking that, yeah, and she didn't know what Arabic break, numerals were. Guy, I'm sorry. I said old lady vagina right here in this house. I said yeah. it, and I stand by it. Yeah. Look absolutely. at his neck, and then tell me how many people have a grandma. It's been there for, it's, it's looked like that for a very long time. A very long time. <laughs> not, not pretty. It's not pretty. I, I think it looks like an old man's penis. Uh, all right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> break time. Uh, oh, did you just say... He did. Don't he did. say penis in that Seriously, mouth. we're already late going over the break. Um, <laughs> all right. So, oh, of course, the 1 to 10 scale being 1 very unlikely and 10 being very likely to call. So, all right, let's go ahead and go to the break. I gotta find a, oof, gotta find a song real quick. Um, oh no no no, I know. We'll listen to uh, because it's a, it's kind of our, our summer anthem here, um, the list by Bobber. So uh, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking jive talking street thug. Kennypick.com.
she can't help but know Thinking about the things she spells It's much too late for dreaming She'll have to be content with the list Keeping the list Of all the boys she's ever kissed She's saved in the past Wonder how the years got by so Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Rain, this is the god of Skype. Your microphone's on.
I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Man, I can't believe Rain's mic was hot the whole time. Oh so, uh, no! <laughs> I mean, we heard everything. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> anyway, welcome back. To- <laughs> Cut that out! Oh my god! Oh my god! Just, I'm sorry. Everybody. No, uh, we just heard we heard doors and typing and clearing of throats. That's all. Uh, okay. And and also, Jesus. we heard you throw up. So uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, and of course. Well, she never went away. Rain from Four Freedoms blog. She's still with us. No, no, I didn't go away. I forgot to turn my mic off. I went to go feed the dogs, and then other things happened. Yeah, so yeah, we heard it all. We heard yeah. it all. And I threw in some Jesus extra sound Christ. effects to to imply that you were, Jesus you know, you were so. Oh yeah. Well, just for oh, just hey. you know, because I'm leading the show with my own distinctive personal flair. That's it's a- I. It's been a really long time since we had a very awkward hot mic moment. Do you remember about five years ago when I went to the bathroom? Um, I, I actually have the audio for. That. <laughs> went to the bathroom, forgot to turn the mic off. No, there was there was it was fine. Anyway, uh, sorry Joseph- everybody. Don't worry about it. It was funny. Joe Santoris says, Grant in Pennsylvania, the electric city, uh, who, who did not sit on his mic button, uh, mute button. Uh, I I didn't. Otherwise, you would have heard a fart. Oh, see? There you go. What I mean? Uh, the band is back. The band's back together. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Power Woo-hoo! trio. Yes, Power it's trio. Parenthetical tour. Yes. 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 Yeah, we're like Rush or Cream. Um, yes. So yeah, freezes over. <laughs> we're like Nirvana. Uh, never liked those guys. Uh, I like the Bleach album a little bit. Uh, Was that the Eagles? Freezes mm. over tour. Uh, yeah, they had like eighteen people in their band though. So uh, anyway, welcome back. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Let's go ahead and. Uh, Check out what kind of audio we have right here. Well, Trump was speaking at a Nazi youth rally, also known as the talk, Turning Points or Turning Point USA teen event today. 
my god. I'm glad um, that you said that, by the way. Yeah, Nazi youth. You know. Uh-huh. TPUSA teens equal Nazi youth. Uh, and um, it, he was just rambling around. And, and seriously... The uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ilhan Omar, uh, you know, the, the whole gang, uh, AOC, everybody just living rent free, not running against him in 2020. But he can't help but evoke their names, right? Um, now, now I want to play an older clip from about two years ago. Very short, very short. But um, Rashida Tlaib was at uh, the Detroit Economics Club where Trump was giving a speech on 8-8-2016. Uh, so nearly three years ago. And she was protesting. And, um, and then so a bunch of guys started manhandling her and dragging her out. And on her way out, listen to what she said and then listen to what a Trump supporter said. You guys are crazy! You're an animal! Get a job! You're an animal. Gee, who, who, what, what, what group in Germany used to call people that they disagreed with animals? Oh, um, can I, but that's not I, what they, I, I'm going to, can I, I, I think, I think, I think the answer is Nazis, right? Yes. Uh, I would have oh. given points for craft work though. Um, so <laughs> but that's not what they meant. That's not what they meant. Oh yeah, that we heard, didn't hear the parenthetical in there. No, I just disagree. No, I fundamentally disagree with you politically. <laughs> That's yeah. what they were saying, really. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I could, I could hear it. I, actually, I think their knuckles were tapping it out in Morse code as they dragged the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when they say you're all animals, they mean parenthetically we disagree with you, but we're trying to understand you. Mm. Oh yes, that's oh, exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Call However, a woman of they, color. When they scream to get a job, Call, I would like to point yeah. out that um she did. She did, absolutely. She's now I'm a doing. United States Congressperson. Well, but she I'm sure she had a job at that time too. You know. Yeah. I, I mean I don't I, I I don't know. I mean, but I'm assuming you know. I mean, that's just the default thing. You know, all these Trump cultists who have worked for like a year and they're like, "I'm the only person that's ever had a job. Get a job." You know, well, you almost. I'm a into small this, business owner. I work for Amway. Sebastian Gorka, there. He did. He did. He mm, very well, let Gorka. me to tell wrong. you. I'm it. Mm, <laughs> rather. <laughs> I will fight yeah, any libtard. Here's the thing. <clears throat> when when Trump supporters said go, you know, go back or whatever they said, and what we just heard right there, get a job, that is no different than go back to where you came from. Yeah, and you're an it's, animal it, says you're not you're not worthy of the same rights as a human being. Yeah. Go get a job. Like I don't know. Get a job because you know you're you're a you're a person of color, and we're going to just assume that you're just somebody who's on welfare and all this other, all of the every damn part of those right wing tropes. The fact that they said go back and get a job is no different than well, go back to where you came and, from. And let's 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 talk about the snowflake mentality too. You know, uh, remember when people would stand up and you know Obama. 
when he's given a speech, he would say sometimes that he he'd hear people out uh, unless you know they were just coming at him wrong headed on something. But, you know, immediately, Trump's immediate reaction is just silence, glaring, and sometimes encouraging violence, or just say, get him out of here. I'll pay your legal bills, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, so so these snowflakes, again, the Trump cultist snowflakes, are like, I'm not allowed to spread my hate message on Twitter, a private company's website. Yeah. But you go in and you use, you know, you, you use your voice to protest something that you see is wrong yeah i'm sure they can say of course that's private property with the hotel or wherever it's being held and yeah you can be kicked out but um you know the swiftness and the in the in the exactness of of trying to get somebody out who is dissenting against trump in these places is just lightning speed no 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 don't make our you know god emperor look bad how dare you you animal get a job you know so uh so trump w was talking about this today he was talking about going to west point and all these uh, f f fucking uh cadets like saying uh, just being like mindless drones just bobbleheads you know shaking his hand and in patting himself on the back, seriously, this guy must have a, a, a tentacle growing out from underneath his his merkin on his head that just constantly pats himself on the back for made up shit. Um, because uh, I, I've never heard somebody talk about themselves in such fucking glowing terms. And have you seen the thing he's doing on Twitter now too, where he's saying your favorite president about himself? In, yes. In the tweets, fuck you. Fuck you! You're not even president in my book, you piece of shit. Um, so, uh, uh, and that that book is called "My Own Personal Distinctive Flair" by Kenny Pick. Um, but <laughs> here we go. When uh, he says your your favorite president, he's speaking to his cult. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, because God forbid, you know, he tries to unite anybody. But so so here he is lying probably about meeting you know these West Point kids. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and then it spins out of control and he starts talking about Tlaib. So many of these young, incredible people, they're like you. So many of these young, incredible people, they come, sir, thank you for saving America. Sir, thank you for saving America. Sir, thank you for saving yeah. our country. So many of them. It's not rehearsed. It's just that's what they feel. And oh, you know shit. what? Somebody had to do what I did. It's not pleasant. We have a deep state. We have bad people. We have oh my sick God. people. I a watched just this morning this Talib. Talib. <laughs> from Michigan, right? It's a great state. We, we won Michigan. There is no way she stands for the values of the people of Michigan. Um, except they, the people of Michigan elected her, you stupid fuck. Yeah. But I watched her this morning. She's vicious. She's like a crazed what? lunatic. She's screaming. This is before she got into Congress. Who elected her? She's screaming like a, a total lunatic at one of our rallies. It's like I'm giving a little rally. And she starts screaming. This, was, this is not a sane person, folks, when you look at that. And this is what we're up against. You have some of that. Now, 
The Democrats, I guess, are forced to embrace her, and I call it AOC plus three. Okay, AOC, AOC plus three. And then God, he did God that, for, he did that hand sign, that fucking racist hand sign. Yeah. And God forbid you identify, you know, these women of, with their, you know, as being distinct human beings with their own names and own personality. Um, you know, I mean, we're not like your fucking bobblehead cultists that say, thank you for saving our country, sir. Thank you for saving our country, sir. Thank you for saving our country, sir. By the fuck way, fuck you. Saving what? What the did, fuck did, did we, you save, you dumb piece of shit? Nothing. Did, did we talk about that article that was the the opinion piece in the Washington Post about the tell when he's lying? Yes, but what was it again? It was um, sir. When he says somebody came up to him and said, "Sir," whenever he uses the word "sir." That's his he's tell. Lying. Not that yep. he's that's that's a tell that what he's telling you he just made up out of whole cloth. Yeah. yeah. Like the time the generals came up to ten minutes before the the bombing of uh, be, before he was going to bomb Iran, someone came up ten minutes before and said, "Sir." Yeah. Yeah. One hundred and fifty people will be killed. One hundred and fifty, sir. Yeah. Sir. Oh, wait, hold and on. We Didn't know you that, hear- that was all bullshit because he used. Sir, I wish I could find that didn't opinion you, piece. Didn't you hear what Larry the Kudlow sir, said today, though? Larry Kudlow says the president doesn't make anything up. Yeah, well, Larry Kudlow is a lying piece of crap. He is. Trump made Larry Kudlow up. Yeah, yeah. really. Larry Kudlow is not a real... He doesn't exist. No, well, he's Trump not... made him yeah. up. Uh, but, uh, no, I, but I no, just I'm found that... i on this. I mean, yeah. he, he, his lies are awful. Yeah, and and, and and the idea of sir, sir, and I do, I do, I know, I know we're a radio show, but when he mentioned AOC, he did that, that racist little kind of okay. you index yeah. finger and your thumb together and the three yeah. things, and he said AOC, and it, it's just like come and on, and that man. is huge. That is a huge signal to these Nazi youth in in you know, uh, it is TP USA. And um, that's the thing. He we should call him Tapusa. Can we TPU- call him? Can we call him Tapusa? I okay. I would like to call them. I, I don't like using USA. They're no their different name. than Hitler Youth. They're Ta- no different than Hitler Youth. Ta-pusa. The Hitler Youth movement happened long before Germany went into World War Two. Well, and you know, let us not forget uh, the the constant and never ending racist screeds and videos and posts that have been you know just marred you know what you know tapusa uh is you know i mean they've become a a, basically a a kiddie caricature of what the trump cult is you know just uh you know uh what do we call it a a hive of scum and villainy the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. You know, there there was a wa- a stretch there where they were apologizing like every other week for some bastard racist kitty coming out. You know, um, yeah. it, it, with a tweet or a video or whatever. I mean, they're all fucking scumbags. Tapusa. See, I just don't like using the USA, so we call them Tapusa. You know. See, I'm with you, but I would rather call them the Trump Youth. The way it was called, the Hitler Youth. 
Sure. I'd, I'd like to keep the USA out of it. And I'm not kidding about this. I mean, I, you know, when I, when I watched some of these videos today, I went and did the research, and I know that you saw it on my Facebook page. It was like, oh, my God, this really isn't that much different than what Hitler, before World War II came about, Mm-hmm. It's really not that different. They were priming all of these young people to be so nationalistic that when it came time to enter into war, they were all like, yes, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight for Hitler. They didn't fight for Germany. They didn't join they didn't join that conflict because of anything but Hitler. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Trump talking to a, a, a big army of vol cells. And by the way, Caitlin Chris sent me a, a, a cool email the other day saying she totally agrees with calling them vol cells because they're voluntarily assholes and nobody wants to be yeah. around them. They're not incels. They're not involuntarily <laughs> celibate. They, they, they've decided to live, lead that miserable lot in life. And, you know, yeah, so they're vol cells. I'd prefer for them to be vol cells than... You know, rapists. Mm-hmm. Think of all the nice girls they're leaving alone. I yep. know. More, more uh, for uh, all, all the guys and girls, decent guys and girls looking for uh, a lady. Um, so, um, uh, you know, I'm not saying more to choose from like that. I'm just saying, you know, well, you know, uh, it. it uh, if they're going to segregate themselves from the rest of society, then uh, the women out there who are looking for a mate uh, will not have to deal with their kind. Maybe they could have their own uh, dating site, like yeah. I'm a creep.com. Sure, they can trade. You know what they can do? They can trade love dolls with one another, you know? So there it's like they get a little strange. Yeah. They get a little strange yes. uh, from time to time. There's something I want to ask you guys. They, they're so scummy, they probably wouldn't even mind if you didn't hose it off before you shipped it to them. Here's, can I ask you guys something honestly? Because I didn't yeah. watch that whole TPUSA thing. I just so, didn't. I, yeah, I just watched that but part. The the videos that I did see, I never saw one female. Oh, I think that's never, pretty... I mean, yeah... I'm I'm asking you this because I didn't see one female. I didn't see and, the crowd. And, and I I really want to know because it goes back to what I was talking about. I I posted it on my Facebook page and I went to 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 a couple of pages to look into this Hitler Youth thing. That, that women weren't included in Hitler Youth, and I didn't see any any females at the TP USA thing. Any, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong, but. What I did see was so was so male oriented. Yeah, and and I I just think that's kind of a problem. To me, it's a problem. Maybe not for the maggots, but people who would like to maintain America. Yeah, um, we might be in a problem. Yeah, I I. Yeah, I can't find any images. I see a lot of maggot hats. Um, okay, there's one. I, I see some girls scattered throughout there, um, but just lots of What's lots of cl- clowny drones and red hats. So What's the ratio. Uh, I mean, from my, the picture I'm looking at, said it from seemed the, like a very male-oriented event. I, I'm seeing maybe like 
half a dozen to eight women to about 50 to 60 men in this picture. Yeah. So, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah, I, I, this, surely this it's a, maybe Trump 10%. USA. Maybe 10% are women. Yeah. yeah. So this is Trump USA, which yep. is no different than Hitler Youth. No. Which was um, created to replace the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note, uh, we should we should get back on track and, and go to a break. But yeah, you know, uh, Valsels, Hitler Youth, Tapusa. Um, yeah, grab them by Tapusa. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, I I just think we need to try and understand them like like they try to understand. Us. I wish that yes. that liberals would make an effort to understand <laughs> our position like we try to understand theirs. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, we do understand your position. Yeah, I understand your position. It's missionary. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah. If at all. Thank you, Joe. Uh, if at all. <laughs> Solo. Yeah, missionary, missionary <laughs> with guns. Solo flight. Oh God. Okay. Uh, on that note, we are going to go ahead. And that's how it's sorry. dark. No, I'm not sorry. Uh, no. I don't. Th- you don't have to be sorry. I'm just saying it's dark, and we got to run to a break. So it we'll be dark. right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. To another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for Humans. This is July 23rd, 2019. And, uh, you know, and again, we had a nice little break from that god-awful uh, heat wave we were having out here. I don't know what the temperature's like in the rest of the country, but it looks like it's cooled down for uh, Pennsylvania, D.C., and Ohio. Um since speaking of Ohio, I want to get to a story here in a second. Something that I don't have audio for, but something that I've been thinking about quite a bit. Um, and, of course, uh, welcome back to the program, uh, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because the Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> welcome back. And I'd like... Thank you, and I'd like to join... Uh, Ivanka Trump, who just tweeted 
congratulations to Boris Johnson for becoming Prime Minister of the United Kingston. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow. I just put the tweet. I posted the tweet in the chat there. You might want to take a look See, at that. Because wow, is, is, is Kingston the master code breaker from uh, the Adult Swim show Decker? <laughs> Somebody tweeted back. I didn't know Kingston was separated. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I. I have a lot of friends who live in Kingston, New York. And, they're like, and I have a lot of people that live in Kingston, Pennsylvania. See? Yeah. See? I, they don't know. They have a new prime minister, apparently. So now they all have prime ministers and every mayor of Kingston across well, the country. You know what? Like, what right, I think all, all the Kingstons in the United States are now united. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Welcome back. I, I'm, I'm with Joe. <clears throat> God bless the United Kingston. God bless the United States. So, what is and, uh, God bless the United States. And if we're, we're going to talk, okay, hold on. Can, I know we have other things to cover, but did yeah. you all see that, that Ivanka and, and, and Jared adopted a dog for their little Arabella? Okay. It's a beautiful, it's a really, really pretty little dog. So I'm not here to I'm not here to knock the dog because I am a I'm a pet friendly person. I love dogs. The dog that they adopted looks like an um, American Eskimo, which are little white dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's pure white with freaking ice blue eyes. It is the most Aryan looking dog I've ever seen in my life. Oh, of course. So uh, no shocker there. Um, but, uh, but no, there's, there's, this is a story I've been wanting to talk about for a while and, and I finally remember to talk about it, um, today. Um, now, uh, Ohio is one of the top states, if not the toppest most state, um, of, uh, opioid deaths in the country. And as we know, Melania Trump likes to look and point at things. I have also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages. Kids of all ages. Oh. oh, my God. Well, kids of all ages aren't dying from opioids. Um, you know, it's mostly... Um, this might shock you. This might shock you. No, it won't shock you because everybody knows. Um, white people, mostly white men, are dying of opioid abuse. And why is that? Well, this is a case where I, I was reading something from a, a doctor who, who believes he understands why opioid deaths are so high for, um, for whites and why they're so low for minorities. And it might be the first time in a long time that racism has been helpful for minority communities. Because doctors... <laughs> Uh, consciously or unconsciously, uh, this mm-hmm. again, this is a hypothesis. Are are um, likely to think that if they prescribe pain medication to people of color, uh, that they will turn around and sell the drugs. It's like you know they're conditioned to think that way. Uh, whereas, oh, this fine, upstanding white honky man, he won't do anything of the sort. We'll give him all the opioids he wants, and he'll die. Uh, so, yeah. Yep. 
So the, the again, this could be the first time racism did something good to save lives. Um, and and you know, and I don't mean to make light of that, and I don't want to say yes, all my people should die because I don't think all my people should die. I don't think anybody should die of drug overdoses. I had a friend die uh, about ten years ago of um, uh, heroin overdose. I uh, one of the guys I worked on the comic book with, uh, as a matter of fact, Cliff. Um, there there was a, a lot of drug and alcohol abuse with uh, you know a family member who killed himself recently. Uh, there was a guy who lived across the street who just, uh, hung himself at his workplace. Um, oh. and he was an addict. Uh, his, his, his wife or girlfriend, uh, she's dead now. Uh, she died of a, a stroke related to drugs, um, uh, because they were both addicts and left uh, and basically left their daughter an orphan. Um, oh. and so this is huge in Ohio. It is. It is. Uh, Ohio is one of the deep, deep brick red states. If you look at the uh, uh, drugabuse.gov, opioid deaths by state. All right. Um, the the Maine is another big one. West Virginia is another big one. Kentucky is a big one. Ohio is a big one. Uh, in the next tier down, in the blood red, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> Illinois, Missouri. Oh, I'm sorry. The next one. I'm sorry. The, there's another shade of red before that. It, with Tennessee, North Carolina, then the blood red states. Oh no, in Michigan, Michigan, in there too. Then the blood red states are Wisconsin, Illinois, uh, uh, Missouri, New Mexico, Utah, South Carolina, New York. And then the, the next tier down from there, the peachy ones. Uh, we got Oklahoma, Colorado, Nevada, Arizona, Washington, Virginia, Georgia. And uh, and then there are several states that are not included because I don't think the states have done the, the stats. And guess what those states are? They're the deep, deep south states. Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas. Then you've got Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, uh, North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho not participating in this. Alaska is up there with the peachy ones, too. Uh, the Where deaths are, are the lowest are Oregon, California, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, and Texas, and Hawaii. Uh, but Ohio, again, it, like, you know, is deep, deep, you know, deep red. You know, the, one of the, and I think we might have the most deaths. I'm not sure. There's been a few different studies I've looked at. Why on earth do you guys think that Donald and Melania Trump would be so concerned about opioid deaths over gun deaths? Uh, you know, or or anything else? You know, what? Why, why? White white supremacist terrorists. Yeah, sure. A anything like that, or or cops, you know, killing African Americans. Why? Why is it that this is important over all other causes? Why is this their their tragedy du jour that they seem to be? And yeah, it's taking a lot of lives, but you know, like Ohio is. Uh, let me see. Um, it, it, can I answer that question? while you look whatever you're looking up? Yeah, I'm just looking at the, the number of deaths. Uh, there were 4,293 reported deaths, a rate of 
39.2 deaths per 100,000 persons compared to the national average rate of 14.6 deaths per 100,000 persons in Ohio. See, so I that, don't think they're as concerned as they have said they are. That's me. And, and that's me. I don't think they're that concerned. Because even, I don't care what Melania says, there, there are no policies to back it up that they really care. No, no. The, my point here is, why is this the one thing they want to at least talk about? Oh, I, I, I got an answer. Sure. I got an answer. I'm raising my hand right now. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? A lot of those people who are MAGA supporters, um, they like to look down on the pill poppers, the, the people who are addicted to opioids. And it makes the MAGA supporters feel superior to those people who are hooked on opioids. Nope. That's not the answer okay. I was looking for. Okay. All right. Well, the answer is I, those I, pill I, poppers. I down there. The pill poppers are white. The pill poppers are, are the MAGA white. supporters. Yeah, but why Why are they... Oh, so you think they're trying to say we care about you white people? And we're going to... They don't want to lose a vote. They're well, dying. It's obvious. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, when did they become? When did they become uh, concerned about the opioid crisis? When white people start dying off? Yes. Well, when white people start going to jail, when white people start being affected by drugs, they didn't care when black communities were affected by drugs or Latino communities. White white people. Oh, now. Oh, but they're white. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. And and Ken, what you said at the beginning of this segment, I think it was Charles Blow. Yeah. Um. Um. I think it was him. I think it was he. And I can't find it in front of me right now. But I think it was Charles Blow, who's a columnist from the New York Times, who said this on Bill Maher's show. Who said the very same thing? The funny thing about this is that nobody really cared about when we were given crack and yes. Charles Blow is a black man nobody cared about when we were given crack as a matter of fact we were villainized because of it oh there they are the crackheads the you know the the people who were hooked on heroin and now suddenly all the doctors gave the white people the pills and now all the white people are hooked on the pills yeah uh, and and you know this is but i i there was another story that came out recently too about one of the big uh, companies, uh, some uh, some of the big companies who are putting these pills out. Uh, there were some emails that were leaked, and um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, two days ago from the Independent. Uh, no, no, no. Here we'll go to the Yahoo. Um, <clears throat> drug bosses. Uh, this is from Scott Hyman, the uh, Sari uh, Horowitz, and Stephen Rich from the Independent. Drug bosses joked about U.S. opioid crisis that led to lives being needlessly lost, leaked emails show. Mm-hmm. As the opioid epidemic was raging through America in May uh, 2008, a representative of the nation's largest manufacturer of opioid pain pills sent an email to a client at a wholesale drug distributor in Ohio. Victor Borelli, a national account manager for uh, Mollenkrot, uh, told Steve Cochran, the vice president of sales for Key Source Medical, to check his inventories and said, 
If you are low, order more. If you are okay, order a little more, capiche? Uh-huh. Then Borelli joked, destroy this email. Is that really possible? Oh, well. Previously, Borelli used the phrase ship, ship, ship to describe his job. Those email uh, excerpts are quoted in a 144-page funny 144 page plaintiff's filing along with thousands of pages of documents unsealed by judges' orders Friday in a landmark case in Cleveland against many of the largest companies in the drug industry. A drug enforcement or DEA uh, uh, database released earlier this week revealed that the companies had inundated the nation with 76 billion oxycodone and hydrocodone pills from 2006 to 2012. Nearly 2,000 cities, countries, and towns are alleging that the companies knowingly flooded their communities with opioids, fueling an epidemic that has killed more than 200,000 people since 1996. The filing by plaintiffs depict some drug company employees are as driven by profits and undeterred by the knowledge that their products were wreaking havoc across the country. The defendant's response to the motion is due on July 31st. In January 2009, Borelli told Cochran in another email that 12,000 bottles of oxycodone, uh, oxycodone 30 milligram tablets had been shipped. Keep them coming, Cochran responded. Flying out of here. It's like people are addicted to these things or something. Oh, wait, people are. That's yeah. all from, the, that's not me joking. That's, oh, wait, people are. He put that. Borelli responded, just like Doritos, keep eating, we'll make more. Uh, Borelli and Cochran did not return calls for comment Friday night. In a statement Friday night, a spokesman uh, for Mollenkrot sought legal distance from the company. Uh, the company Borelli's uh, distanced the company from Borelli's email. This is an outrage, callous email from an individual who's not been employed by the company for many years. It's antithetical to everything Mollenkrot stands for and has done to combat opioid abuse and misuse. Um, so uh, there's more. Uh, you can read this on your own. But um, what is Trump? What is what is Melania Trump gonna do? Are you gonna talk to five year olds, or are you gonna fucking take take the fucking war to these bastard companies who are flooding the market, who are killing your base? What are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna point? You gonna look and point and talk about stuff? And say be best. Talk about your fucking tree peelers. <laughs> the fuck are you gonna I, do? I gonna do a goddamn. Exactly what they're gonna do? You gonna do fucking nothing? You're gonna do nothing. You're not gonna take. I mean, these people are these poor people. You know, the 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 the, the plaintiffs against these people are gonna have to fight it out. You're never gonna mention this company's name. You're gonna never mention these people's names. All you're gonna do is cry and moan and whine about people who disagree with you and not people who are actually killing your base. Because you're such a scum sucking, self centered man, I almost said a word I didn't want to say. Uh that I didn't say. But um yeah. <laughs> Creep. You creep. It's not just Idiot. her though. It's her, it's Trump, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. the entire administration. It's Republicans. They're talking they're literally talking about oh my god, the opioid crisis. And um it, look, I know that you're out there in Ohio and um I I'm not sure how many people who listen to the show have a legit um subscription to the Washington Post. But for the past week and a half, maybe two weeks, they have been reporting on this. Yes. 
in in a really deep and dark way. Mm-hmm. And it's it it's you've read it, Joe, right? It was their headline tonight. It's still like yeah. every freaking day. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. No, I said here the, their headline right now. Unsealed exhibits show pressure to sell opioid pills. Documented unsealed and landmark lawsuit revealed internal concerns as drug companies sent out a record amount of opioids at the height of the epidemic. Well, in, in, in to, to your to your point, Rain, this story's everywhere. This story Good. is everywhere. But I'm, the I'm one happy place to hear that because I do live in this little DC yeah. bubble, and I, you know, I do subscribe to the Washington Post. So yeah, no, I'm no, no, happy but to hear uh, that. But here's the thing. No, no, no. And that's fine because that's your go-to news source. But he, the, the thing about about this is, pardon my hiccup, um, the thing about this is it's everywhere except where? Coming out of Fat Donnie's mouth. Who's so concerned about this? Melania is so concerned about this. This administration is so concerned. Republicans are so concerned. Yeah, they're, but they're not. What do they do? Okay, Melania, here, wind her up and point her in that direction. Have her go walk over to the podium and point at this and point at that and talk about her tree peelers and say, we're going to tell the children. You I have know. also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages. Oh, you're going to tell the little kids not to get a prescription from from the fucking doctors who are handing them out like candy? You're going to really warn them about that? That's so cool. You know, you got to watch their pediatricians. You know, they're handing out opioids to these kids. So fake. That was actually a thing at one point, Joe and Ken. There was something that was about two, three years ago where it was like, oh, maybe we should start you know, giving kids opioids. And a lot of people were outraged about it. But the thing is, and I mean this, I mean this so sincerely, I wanted her to really mean what she said. And I really, I really wanted her to do something about this. You know, our last first lady actually said, here's, here's what my policy is, and I'm going to do stuff. And she did stuff. And yeah. there is like, there's actual proof that Michelle Obama helped over the course of this entire country to reduce child obesity. And there were policy papers about it. And there were there were colleges and all these kind of different places were like, okay, we're going to reduce child obesity. And now we're all going to get behind it. We're going to come up with ways to do this. Not just because the first lady said she wanted to have it done. But because the first lady actually said, here is my policy paper. Now, colleges, community groups, you know, schools, all these, you know, places where they could get it done. They said, I like it. We're going to do it. None of that is happening. None of that kind of thing is happening. From when Melania Trump said, we need to stop opioid abuse. And I will even go even further back because this is how much it pisses me off with this fucking lip service opioid addiction is a really bad thing that's happening there are towns that are dying out in this country they are dying out okay she's not doing anything if you were even to go back to like laura bush who was a freaking librarian and her thing was we need to make sure the kids learn how to read people took her policy paper and they made that they turned it into action. Nobody is doing that with Melania because she doesn't have a policy paper. 
she doesn't have any she doesn't have any plans she's talking shit and nothing's being done and in the meantime people are dying all over the place you go you go to the washington post and you take a look when you talk about ohio like the deepest darkest red parts of it are in southern ohio Mm-hmm. And it goes down. It goes down the Appalachian. It goes to like Western West Virginia. It goes down to the very western part of of of, of Virginia. These are towns that are not just dying because of opioids. They're dying because they're dying because the coal industry is dying, and nobody is there to help them. And, well, and the pharmaceuticals are just pushing them, pushing those pills, pushing them in. And the doctors keep prescribing them. Sorry. Yeah. That was my rant for the night. No, that's fine. That's fine. And we are going to have to go to the break here soon. But this, the, to, to me, okay. You know, the one reason that they would ever mention this, again, not gun violence, because the NRA, not violence, you know, committed by police officers against African Americans, because the police... Um, you know, they'll talk about Chicago, they'll talk about, you know, violence, well, you know, because we're racist and we do that. They'll, they'll talk about made up, you know, rapists and beheaders and stuff like that who are, you know, five years old coming across the border. They'll talk about, you know, sanctuary cities like, you know, that's it's, it's, sanctuary is a bad thing. Um, you know, sanctuary, the word, that's a beautiful word. They've turned it into something. They're trying to turn it into something ugly, like they did with empathy or liberalism, or socialism. Um, uh, you know, and and but the one thing they're going to at least talk about is what's killing a lot of white people in a lot of red districts, because these people who are dying, again, the guy that I know, the the uh, the the two two of the people that I know who are dead because of you know um well guns and opioids or at least you know struggling with abuse it, neither one of them were overdose deaths they were both suicide but one of them owned a gun one of them is was on some fucking drugs and i think that was it was like oxy i'm not sure i can't say for sure but both of those people died in the wool conservative or at least, at the very least, one of them was, like, just a racist who didn't fucking care who was in the military and came out and, you know. Uh, both of them were in the military, as a matter of fact. So PTSD could be at play here, too. But um, uh, but the thing is, uh, you know, they, they want to talk about it, but they're not going to do anything about it. it it's kind of like, you know what it is? It's kind of like how they talk about abortion all the time, but you know they'll never do anything about it. Because they know they can't, you know. So, I, so I don't know. I mean, to me, it seems like this would be the smarter thing for them to try and solve, because the, it's killing part of their base. You know, it's killing the ones who don't turn into right wing terrorists. Um, you know, sorry, I shouldn't laugh about that because I got some audio about that too. But you know, I mean, it's it's this is the one thing if they could do something about this, Joe. Well, it's like this. It's like I said. None of this bothered anybody. The drug problem in this country never bothered anybody until it affected the white population. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. And that's the bottom line here. 
And yeah, I don't think Trump cares about anybody. He has no empathy for anybody, white, black, or or, or, or brown, or anybody. He cares but, about losing votes, though. He cares about losing votes. But but it's it's amazing too. Not only does. with Trump, look at Congress and look at look at look at how the how our legislators became so involved in this, this opioid crisis when when the white population was now being affected by mm. drugs. Thank and, you. And they had nothing to say when it was the brown and black population. Exactly. In the States. Exactly. No proof he doesn't want when to lose was, a vote. When it was the crack. When it was crack. Nobody give a shit because they were just black people who just didn't know how to handle themselves. And That's my right. pillow guy. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget my pillow guy. But but no, real quick though, um, it, he there, it's a fact he doesn't like losing votes because he said there are fine people on both sides and didn't disavow David Duke. Wow. You know. But then again, it, it could just be that he's a racist and he thinks racists are okay. I don't know. So trying to get into that mindset—that's a real dark place. We don't want to go there, folks. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Your my brain wouldn't fit in there anyway. It's like a slick little greasy pea. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and run the break. Sorry, I just burped on air. Green news report coming up, everybody. Um, and when we come back, we'll uh, do name calling uh, by Joe. Name calling by Joe. It's like a new new cologne. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. And uh, and and of course, we'll take listener calls. Let us know if there's any birthdays or anything. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night. Uh, let me see. Oh, I got to hit the right button right after. Um, well, let's play a bumper I haven't played in a while. Right after this. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Tuesday, July 23, 2019. EPA has found, based on all of those studies and animal studies, that this pesticide causes brain damage to children, permanent brain damage. Trump EPA refuses to ban dangerous pesticide. It's not just the heat, it's definitely the humidity this time. Intense heat wave exposes fragile U.S. infrastructure, plus... A new ordinance would require new buildings to be all electric, so natural gas stovetops and gas-powered heat would be phased out. Berkeley, California becomes first city in U.S. to ban natural Natural gas in new homes. Naturally. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know, it's interesting about plastic straws. So, you have a little straw. But what about the plates, the wrappers, and everything else that are much bigger, and they're made of the same material? Right. Let's get rid of those, too. What is wrong with that guy? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so the Trump campaign uh, is apparently trolling the world. They are now selling plastic Trump-branded straws at their campaign website. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. The Trump 2020 campaign is going all in for plastic pollution. The campaign is selling Trump-branded plastic straws at $1.50 apiece to help their voters really stick it to the libs by making plastic pollution worse, even as the rest of the world is moving to stop plastic pollution by switching to non-plastic straw alternatives. That said... I don't think they really are sticking it to the libs. If you look at those straws on the website, it says underneath them, recyclable, reusable. So they're actually selling permanent straws 
I think this is actually a good thing. Well, don't tell them because they claim that liberal straws don't work. I see liberal straws. All right, what else you got for us that isn't insane today, Desi? Well, the worst of that intense heat wave has passed for most of the U.S. now, but it is worth noting the toll. At least seven deaths, including a 32-year-old former NFL football player, hundreds of outdoor events across the country canceled, including the New York City Triathlon. The heat triggered power outages in New York, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Roads were buckled and cracked in South Dakota and Kansas. And this latest bout underscores the brittleness of our infrastructure and how our systems are not really designed to withstand the higher temperatures of man-made global warming. So while June 2019 was the hottest June ever recorded globally since record-keeping began in the 1880s, July 2019 is now on track to be the hottest month ever in recorded history, beating the record set just in 2016. Climate scientists say that these record heat waves that we see today will become the average summer temperature within the next 20 years if we fail to cut emissions. So this heat wave that most of the U.S. just saw will be a normal summer day in just a few years. Yep, and that is bad news for the nation's farmers. This extreme heat wave was a one-two-three punch for the agriculture industry. Farmers are already suffering body blows from this spring's historic floods in the Midwest and President Trump's trade war with China. CNBC reports that record flooding in the Midwest and the Great Plains caused at least $3 billion in damage so far this year, and farmers are worried that the timing and intensity of this latest heat wave may stunt the growth of their crops, which they had to plant later than usual due to soggy soil. I went looking for sweet corn in the grocery store the other day. Could not find any. Meanwhile, in Washington, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency has refused to ban a dangerous pesticide, chlorpyrifos, that the EPA's own scientists say causes permanent brain damage and learning disabilities in children exposed to it. The Obama administration had planned a full ban on the toxic pesticide, but the Trump EPA suspended that and will allow its use at at least through 2022, on more than 50 food crops. It's a victory for chemical companies like Dow Chemical, which coincidentally gave $1 million to the Trump Inauguration Fund. <laughs> oh, Patty man. Goldman, an attorney with the nonprofit environmental law group Earth Justice, told Democracy Now! that the EPA is only delaying the inevitable. The only legal action is for EPA to ban it. And that's what we are going to make happen through the courts. It will happen. It's just a question of how long it will take and how many children will suffer, how many families will suffer from learning disabilities and acute poisonings in the meantime. Yeah, well, you know, Donald Trump's inauguration is not going to pay for itself. Finally, there is some good news. The City Council of Berkeley, California, has become the first city in the nation to ban the installation of natural gas in new home construction. The groundbreaking shift in building codes will begin in January, and it's intended to cut the city's contribution to greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made global warming. Well, don't tell Donald Trump. His campaign will begin selling Donald Trump-branded natural gas stoves just to stick it to the libs. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. I wish that, that liberals would make an effort to understand our position like we try to understand theirs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the comedic stylings of Dan Bingo Bongo Bango. All right. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Of course, Rain for Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, avid reader of the Washington Post. Yes, I am. And that's good. No apologies. No, you shouldn't be. Democracy dies in darkness. See? Yeah. Uh, No, I... I I, I also uh want to say, just guys... If you don't want to buy your local newspaper, buy the Washington Post. Just buy it. Buy something. Not a sponsor. I'm not a sponsor. I uh, swear no, to God, I'm, I'm not saying a they're not a sponsor for us. Uh, they're yeah okay, but this whole this whole opioid thing has been going on all month, and it's really important and. Um, it's, it's fucked up, man. It is. I mean, Ohio, nearly three times, three times, nearly three times the amount of deaths is the national average. And what's up with these Southern states not fucking reporting to the CDC or the studies not being done? Was it the CDC or was it the, um, I don't know if it was the CDC. Oh, no, no. um, I'm sorry. Uh, You're right. Uh, DEA. I'm sorry. Uh, I get my uh, three letter abbreviations mixed up. No, it's fine. It's fine because to me, this kind of stuff should be reported to the CDC. Well, addiction's a disease, but yeah. So uh, let me see. Uh, I'll I'll go back to that link Uh, drugabuse.gov. So I don't know what that's at. NIH, National Institute of. Health, yeah. Health. So there you go. NIH, folks. Uh, but yeah, this is this is fascinating. Here, I'll, I'll post that link um, uh, in the chat room for everybody. But of course, welcome to the pro. I told you we talk about some fun stuff tonight, Joe. Uh, Joe Santorsis, <laughs> Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. It's been fun talking uh, about opioids. Fun, Joe? Oh, yeah, opioid addiction. Awesome. It's an awesome. So, you know, it, it's a, you know, I mean, but if this, if this, you know, if a tree peeler wasn't involved, I wouldn't talk about the it. The best has three peelers. Yeah. So, all right. Well, it does have tree. What? It does, does have tree peelers. It does have tree have peelers. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, all right, Joe, you ready to do a little bit of name calling? Okay. Go out to Scranton with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. We're going to be a bumpy one. We could jam and Joe's garage. Better, kid, don't you like clowns? Oh, yeah. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuit. I gotta say, I'm really proud of, of that jingle for you, Joe. I, I should probably work on a new one for Rain, because Rain's is like eight years old. <laughs> so... Uh, and I, I got much better at it, as you can see, because I strung together. I mean, I think it definitely, within fair use, your jingle is a little better because I, 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 you know, put in like, what, uh, Jimi Hendrix, David Bowie, and Frank Zappa, um, you know, so. It captures my essence. It kind of does. So. Yeah, yes. he's a Scranton partier. It's a Scranton uh, clown. Uh, montage. Yeah. So I, I, I think yeah. I'm gonna put that on my on my to do list is make Rain a new jingle because uh, it, it's it's really it, it's good but it's kind of uninspired because I just used the one song in it. I think we could I could have a lot more fun with it. So. Uh, okay, what do you think, Rain? What do you think, Rain? Should I put that on the docket? I would like a new jingle. I think that. All right. I think that Bob deserves a jingle. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, so uh, I will. Um, I will try and make bookend pieces at the same time. I, I, I'm fine with mine because, allow. Hi. Well, Bobber. Bobber does like his short but sweet one, but I. I, I agree. <laughs> I think. I think it's right. It's. It's the. It's I about like. time. I got to help with Miles and Michelle's jingles too. <laughs> I didn't mean to put more work in. Uh, here, my bottom line is I'm okay with my jingle for now. Yeah, I'm fine uh, with that. Well, you could, anyway. you could loan my jingle out to anybody. Sure, just you know, bring well, it yeah, back. I'm with not. Full, I'm not paying for just, it. Just, just bring it back with a full tank. Keep your jingling. That's right. <laughs> just bring the clown car back with a full tank, and <laughs> just, there you just go. yeah, bring it back the way with as much gas in it as you like. Yeah. Well, only yes. charge for mileage. So that's it. Uh, he takes Trump, you like? he, he takes Trump bucks for mileage. Do you want the do you want to take the extra collision insurance for five dollars a month? Might that's okay. not a bad idea. That's not a bad no. idea at all. So, no. no. Uh, all right, Joe. I'll, I'll stop trotting upon uh, name calling by Joe. There you go. Name calling by Joe. Okay. <laughs> the smelly. <laughs> the smelly name calling that will catch your girl's friend's attention. Well, here, here's what we'll do, Joe. I'll give everybody an application of name calling by Joe after you say their name, okay? Okay. Okay. You mean like Adam Hibbert deodorant? Yeah. yeah. Oh. See? A couple Francie, spritzes. Francie 57. Did you say Francie spritzes? 57? You said 57. That's spritz. Heather. That smells good. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Collie. Cat. Uh, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Oops. Don't don't spray Dad twice. Don't spray your dad. Okay. No. 
living on Long Island. Uh, he gets two because he has a two after his name. Okay. Uh, Michelle in South Florida. Uh, Moon Mare. Oh, Miles too, probably. But uh, uh, yes, yeah. Moon Mare. Moon Mare. Puff. President. Who, by the way, has been on for three days and nine hours in the chat. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate your dedication. Hey, yeah. hey, president. He is dedicated. Yes. We ha- well, I- I'm going to say Rain because get a for a squirt. My sidekick and and boss on the Tim Coromel show, the one and only Tim Coromel. Uh, let's uh, slap on one of these too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and last but never least, the one, the only Trojan Rabbit. Rabbit. Right. Rabbit. Uh, so there you go. Tim said he took a shower this morning, so you don't need a spray. Everyone needs a spray, Tim. Everyone. Well, and uh, I think I, I want to play it, just every time we we bring up Trojan Rabbit, since he's usually the last, and it's just inspiring. Yeah. Just play a clip from Money Python. Whatever I think of it. There is a pestilence upon this land. Nothing is sacred. Even those who arrange and design shrubberies are under considerable economic stress at this period in history. Did you say shrubberies? Yes. <coughs> Shrubberies are my trade. I am a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design, and sell shrubberies. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and those <laughs> shrubberies? Like... Huh? Uh-huh. What, you sound like what? I said it's not, it's not like Saturday Night Live, the uh, cork soakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cork soakers. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Roger the Shrubber, his shrubbery arrangements? Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Nobody calls it tippy-top shape. Sometimes. Nobody. Jesus. No. No. Sometimes. God damn it! That cork soaker. Cork soaker. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's Nobody's go ahead. Nobody's called it tippy-top shape even after he said that. No. Nobody does. Nobody ever will. It's stupid. It's stupid. And it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> All right. Uh, open phones start now. 330-536-1466. Again, the number to call. Let me type it in the chat and say it slowly as I type it. 330-536-1466. Oh, shit. I mistyped it. 330-536-1466. Fongers. Um, yeah, please call the... Uh, Please call the show. Uh, I'll take uh, up to three calls this segment because I really didn't get a lot of people giving me the number. I think Adam said he probably wouldn't call. Heather said she's like in the middle of the road. Um, And uh, yeah, I don't have this stupid drop lined up, Francie. I'm sorry about that. Um, Come on, man. Call in. And yeah, and remember, there's always money. In the bananas. In the banana. I need okay. to get that. I need to get that <laughs> clip. I need to get that clip. But here, here we go, Francis. No, it's stupid. There you go. <laughs> Shut up. Uh oh. <laughs> I love that. There's always money in the banana stand. Always, always money, money in the banana. No, I meant there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> there's money in the banana stand. <laughs> 
That wasn't a bad Jeffrey Tambor that I just did there. I don't think so. No, no, it wasn't. So. It wasn't. It didn't slip into your. It did not slip into your Sebastian Gorka. Or my right. Skeletor. Or my Skeletor. Or your Skeletor. Yeah, because I gotta say, your Sebastian Gorka is probably one of the best you do. Well, thank you for that. And on the line with us now, we couldn't do the show without our listeners here on Sebastian Gorka, the shit show. Heather, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you Hi, guys? Heather. Hi, Heather. Doing okay. Well, it's cool down here, which is great. Um, but I had just posted something earlier about um, a lady who is in my area and does Narcan trainings now. Okay, um, which post? Pardon? What did you post? It was something from the South Bend Tribune about a lady who does Narcan trainings. Oh, Narcan. Um, is that that, okay. um, that thing that will revive somebody from an overdose? Yes. Okay. okay. I almost did um, that. I almost did that with a friend of mine, but the, the training got canceled with Mort. Mort uh-huh. from my old band. So. Mm-hmm. But, but her, yeah. from what I understand, she lost her daughter in 2002. Oh. And she said, the only reason I'm doing this is because of her. And oh. from what I'm gathering, the whole gamut of whatever a person is using, mm-hmm. if they can use the Narcan for it, and it just... And I looked up what kind of illness is addiction, and it is a mental illness. Um, yeah, you know, I just it was it was pretty interesting to say the mm-hmm. least. But um, she's in Kalamazoo, and I'm glad she's doing it. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. So well, that that's anyway. good. That's good. And at least she's turning, you know, taking from her tragedy and trying to to give back. Because basically, from my understanding of the Narcan thing, is this is actually. If you go to this, uh, this seminar, this mm-hmm. training seminar, they give you a kit that you keep in your office, you keep in your home, you keep in your car, you keep in your purse, you keep wherever. And if you're out at a club or you're, you know, at a party or just on the street, whatever, you know, and and somebody identifies he's overdosing, she's overdosing, whatever, you can administer this shot that'll bring them that will greatly increase the chance of them surviving an overdose yeah Mm -hmm. and um it's it's kind of like you know it's it's chemical cpr for overdoses um and uh i really want to look into see i'm I'm glad you brought that up because i forgot about it because a a good friend of um my friend mort uh from my old band uh, he, he records a lot of different bands and, uh, one of the, these kids, and I say kid, he was in his twenties. Um, this kid, um, he overdosed on, I don't know what, 
but this stuff would have saved his life. And he was really, Mort was really inspired to do, go do this. I think he's done it since he, uh, but at the time I was supporting him saying, man, I'm really sorry about this. I helped a little bit share the fundraiser on the show um, uh, because there was, um, um, they basically, um, they, they started to go fund me to help with the funeral expenses and stuff like that. And, and a couple of years ago on the show, I, I shared that. Um, and, uh, they ended up releasing music that had been unreleased too. And all of the profits from that went to the family too. Uh, so, you know, cause sometimes you gotta, you, to get people interested, you gotta sell them something, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I appreciate you bringing that up. That's something I, I need to look back into. I think Susan and I should go do that because, you know, this is, this is, you know, in, in, in various different ways. I know that, you know, I brought up some people that, that I know that died, but there were, you know, there were a couple were suicide. One was an overdose on heroin. You know, there was this kid who, who was good friends with, with Mort. Um, that was more, that was something that, that could have been saved, but you know, addiction is huge and it kills people in a lot more ways than just, you know, again, it drives people to suicide. Addiction drives people to suicide. It blurs your, you know, uh, you know, in alcoholism, you know, alcoholism, drug abuse, whatever. Uh, the, it, you can get to such a dark place to where you just think that, you know, uh, uh, it, your inhibitions are gone and you're like, fuck it. Let's just see what happens when I kill myself. And it only happens once, and that's it. And you left everybody behind, you know. Uh, but yeah. but you know this is uh, but it's 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 multi it's it's a multifaceted national tragedy that's going on, you know. And this administration and Republicans don't really care, you know. Oh, they just want to they just want to appease their base and say, look, we're doing something about, you know, hillbilly heroin. We really are. But they're not. I don't think they care about anything. No. Because if they did, God help them, um, they would not. Actually, from what I understand, Trump is, again, trying to go over Congress's head to try to stop food stamps again. Get what? out of town. Yes. Did you hear my, like, I'm so surprised, no but I'm not surprised? I'm not surprised. I'm not. I was having a fit earlier, but I just think that's terrible. I mean, I know Republicans don't care. I mean, it's obvious. Well, um, here's here's the thing. I think that, um, I think that you're right. Republicans don't care. <clears throat> but what I do find interesting, being that we're talking about all of these communities that are really, really, truly affected by the opioid crisis. These are also the same communities that have been affected by the fact that coal has just, the, the coal community has just disip, disip, disappeared. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of these communities, they, they don't have a business base anymore. And so at a certain point, uh, I feel like you know, if if the Republicans and Trump want to cut off the food stamps, I'm, I'm telling you, man, that he's going after his base. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going to kill people. 
Because a lot of people don't want to acknowledge the fact that, yes, there are a lot of black people who are on food stamps, but the majority of people who are on food stamps in the United States of America do not happen to have a lot of brown color in their skin. Yeah, not a lot of melanin. Yes. So, um, and I'm glad you brought that I, up, Heather. But yeah, I mean, I feel for the people who need them something terribly, um, but it's just. Well, here, here's the I thing: how much pity? How, how much pity can you have for people Not, are, that are are voting every? Fucking time against their own best interest. Who are voting for uh, greed? Who are voting for a reality TV star? Who are voting because oh, he talks like I think that uh, you should talk when you say say you know swear words and talk about titties and buttholes. You know. Um, oh God. No. Sorry, I I don't know where that screed came from. Um, well, he he probably does. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. He'll- He'll start doing that on Twitter anytime soon, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I think Heather, and I'm really I really am happy you brought it up. And I and Ken, what you just said is also important. I'm just kind of waiting for the right wing, the Sean Hannity's out there in this world, to somehow turn this this idea that Trump is trying to cut <clears throat> over three million people in this country from having food stamps. I'm I'm gonna be really interested to see how they're going to blame this on the Democrats. Yeah. And how of many of them are going to believe it? Because it makes them happy to believe it. Even though, like, I believe They'll always it. believe it. I believe the Democrats are my evil. They're my, they're no. terrible to me. And, oh, I can't get beans today. Yeah. I, You're right. You're right. You're 100% right. But, well, I'll tell you what. We, we got we to gotta wrap things up. Uh, but Heather, thank you so much for calling. Uh, we always appreciate your voice on this program, and uh, you are welcome to call us anytime. And we got to get you on for uh, one of our games at some point. Uh, uh, wouldn't you like that? Okay, that would so, be fun. I think so. Yay. I think so. Maybe I'll try. You know what? I'll, I'll I'll get a game ready for this Friday. Are you going to be around this Friday? Yes. All right, I'll get a game ready, and you are invited to be a contestant on our game. I, I'll, it'll be a secret. It's probably going to be more eBay weird stuff, but we'll see what I can find. If not, <laughs> I might go back to the Sears catalog. Who knows? Um, uh, or maybe I'll do What the Hell's That Sound? I haven't done that in a while. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, all right, well, Heather, uh, we all love you, and thank you so much for calling and we'll uh, I'll keep you posted about uh, uh, what I have picked out for us on Friday. All right, bye-bye. Bye, Heather. See ya. Uh, so, all right. Uh, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to hear from Heather. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. I got one other important uh, bit of audio I want to play for everybody. Um, maybe a couple clips. Yeah, I got two clips, actually. Look at me stretching. I, I literally had four audio clips for tonight. And I still have half of them left. <laughs> That's because I am heading this show with my own particular flair. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, all right, let's go to break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Because, you know, we like you. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. The bada bada. 
And now, on with the show. If I get the feeling you've been cheated. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide, July 23rd, 2019, uh, Radio for Humans. Um, welcome back, of course, to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Electric City. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I- I'm all right. good. All right. It's all good. I hate that phrase, by the way. Uh, when people say, it's all good. No, yeah. there are things inherently bad. That Not everything is good. Uh, so, <laughs> this administration, perhaps. Um, right. And that's the bottom line. Yes, yes. At, oh, the, and- at, the, end of the, at the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> and Michelle, Michelle says, your own distinctive idiom perhaps kenny pick yes <laughs> another monty python callback um so <laughs> uh yes in my own particular i i'm leading this show in my own particular idiom and of course welcome back uh my good friend rain my sister from another mister rain from four freedoms blog washington dc hello my brother from another mother how are my other sisters doing how are uh Nissa and Heather, Heather, right? Nissa and Heather are doing good. Yeah. Good, good. They're doing well. Excellent. So I am, you know, uh, speaking of them, uh, I received some gifts at your uh, party uh, when we were down there, and one of them came from Francie, and that was a giant big book of Mad Libs, best of Mad Libs, and um, I'm going to start that book tonight. Uh, because I can't, I know the other one's around here somewhere, but I don't feel like digging it out. So we're going to start the one from Francie tonight. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm going to start writing down Mad Libs here in a second, folks. So get your nouns and adjectives sharpened. Abjectives. <laughs> That's like abs that are descriptive. <laughs> you have very descriptive abs. Get it? Well, abs. they could be adverb nouns. Sure abjectives uh so uh but anyway and of course uh uh yeah this uh this bit of audio um file this under um uh let me see where we need arnold in here for this file this under no shit uh but yeah dick durbin was uh, uh talking today to um christopher ray fbi director in the senate judiciary committee hearing uh, about terrorism in our country. 
And as much as the uh, the Trump cultist Joe will try and throw anecdotal evidence about one uh, uh, an Antifa protester that gave a Nazi a bloody nose, or uh, you know somebody who decided to say he was part of Black Lives Matters and sh- shoot some cops, but never was part of the group, or you know uh, the, the you know. Um, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, any of these freaks out there. Yeah, there was the 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 guy, the um, the Bernie supporter who shot Steve Scalise. I, I I do not. We do not condone that. You're not part of our movement. You know. Um, but what's funny is when I when I saw this story, all these conservatives, Joe, were were on there trying to cite these anecdotes to counter FBI statistics on actual terrorism in our country and what the greatest threat is. Can you imagine that? Trying to deflect? <laughs> no. Who would try to do something like that? Um, it's just silly. Maybe it's white supremacists silly. covering for other white supremacists? Oh, maybe. My guess. Yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, so again, this is something we've all known for a very long time. Again, file under. No shit. Uh, but this is Dick Durbin talking to uh, Christopher Ray about what the greatest terroristic threat in our country is today. Statement in this unclassified joint intelligence report that between the years 2000 and 2016, the white supremacists were responsible for more homicides than any other domestic extremism movement. Now, I I see the distinction you're making, homegrown versus domestic. But let me ask you, can you quantify either one of them for us? Well, in terms of number of arrests, we have, uh, through the uh, third quarter of this fiscal year, uh, had about, give or take, 100 arrests in the international terrorism side, which includes the homegrown violent extremism. This year. This year. But we've also had just about the same number, again, don't quote me to the exact digit, uh, on the domestic terrorism side. And I will say that a uh, majority of the um, domestic terrorism uh cases that we've investigated uh, are motivated by some version of what you might call white supremacist violence, th- but it includes other things as well. I think this is significant. I do not want to diminish the work that you're doing when it comes to the homegrown domestic terrorism in any way whatsoever. Not at all. And I understand that as a serious threat to the United States, We and 9-11 is proof positive of that fact. But what you have just said is significant. Very significant, but again, something we've all known for a very long time. By the way, Uh, no, no, it was not. Was not. I appreciate what you're, what you are putting out there, and what Durbin said, but I disagree with that. Nine Eleven was not homegrown terrorism. No, no, I I don't think he's saying that either. I'm not saying that. Um, I think he's talking about more recent terroristic threats what is you know we don't have a lot of um you know there there have been just a handful of, of uh i mean the i guess uh, what would be the biggest one the the uh, boston marathon right after yeah, that's homegrown and i wasn't saying that well, I, I didn't mean to. Kinda. I didn't mean to deflect from that because that audio was really important. 
Dick Durbin, in my opinion, went out of his way to say homegrown versus nationalism. Mm-hmm. And he said 9-11. And he kind of made it sound, to me, what I heard, I could be wrong, but he made it sound like 9-11 was sort of kind of homegrown. It wasn't. Well, they did train on American soil how to fly planes. Uh, but, you know, the you know, but... But yeah, not it's not, not homegrown. You're, it's not homegrown. Boston I agree. Marathon is homegrown. I agree. I didn't hear that. I, maybe I wasn't paying attention to the the parts you were um, with right. with Durbin. I was more listening to what Christopher Ray was saying. Um, yeah, and what he said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. No, don't be don't be apologetic. If you if there's something you want to disagree with, there you you know. It's your your uh, prerogative. We have a much much bigger problem with domestic terrorism than homegrown terrorism at this point. Yeah, you know, I I mean, and what's the line between domestic and homegrown? To me, domestic terrorism is white nationalism. Yeah, yeah. To me, maybe not to other people, but to me, that's that's like. And he said it's largely, Christopher Ray said it's largely linked to white supremacist stuff. Yes. So that is, it is homegrown and domestic all at once to me, you know. Um, but, uh, but anyway, Joe, what did you, what did you get out of that? Well, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, but I, 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 to me, what he was saying there, the, the, the important takeaway from Christopher Ray is that most terrorists in this country right now who are, are thankfully mostly thwarted are whites are white supremacists or related. Yes. I think, I, I think of, you know, like, uh, the bombing of the, uh, what was that building? The you know back in nineteen ninety five. World Trade Oklahoma, Center. Oklahoma no, City. No, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know he wasn't exactly a white supremacist. He was more like a uh, teabagger. A teabag. Yeah, he was more like a, a really. I I I worry about about the, the not not only the white supremacists but the the religious bigots. The uh, you know, tiller tiller the baby killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's terrorism. You know. Uh, yeah, but he you was, know harassing he was harassing the baby killer guy was fueled by Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But what I'm saying is that but they, but those people exist and they 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 loom outside of abortion clinics and they harass you know women who are getting a. a a constitutionally guaranteed right of, of medical treatment, and they're terrorists. And Joe, I, I want to interrupt you for one minute. Mm-hmm. To say women who want to get an abortion, don't clarify it. Well, what I'm saying is, an abortion is is a legal, constitutionally guaranteed medical procedure. I I know. And, I, and there are people that are there that are trying to prevent women from from getting that procedure 
You know? It's like um, saying their their legal right to vote. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's. it's uh, I don't think it's a clarification. It's an accentuation on how important right. that right is. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, okay. They're, they're, I, getting, they're getting an abortion, which is is a medical procedure, a safe medical procedure when it's done properly at a proper abortion clinic. And it's constitutionally guaranteed. And these people that kill doctors, threaten doctors, they're terrorists, too. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to tell you not to say or to say anything, but I just no. here on this show with our listeners, I think we know that. And I guess there is there, at a certain point, I feel really kind of bothered by the fact that our male allies have to say what you just said. I, I yeah, we I don't, don't, huh? I don't follow. What I'm trying to say is that when you said a woman who wants to get an abortion, which, and then you, we all do this, and which is a, you know, constitutional this, this, and this, I just would like for, I'm sorry, I'm in, I got a bit of a bug up my butt. No, it's okay. I, I think Joe is saying that not for the sake of our audience or you or me, but maybe somebody who stumbles across this show and, you know, okay needs needs that kind of perspective you know or 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 just you know speaking to the hypothetical conservative asshole out there you know okay i'm sorry no don't don't just being like the uber feminist where it's like joe you don't have to explain this we know this i don't mean to explain it i mean i mean it's 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 i'm saying that it's a constitutionally guaranteed medical procedure uh at, and these people are infringing on their right, and they're terrorists. When they threaten doctors who perform these procedures, they're terrorists. Yeah. Um, that, that's well, what I'm saying. You, Susan. She just sneezed. Even though I don't believe. God bless you, Suze. And well, God bless paganists and United States. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to candy coat it, or I'm not trying to, to avoid it. I mean, it's, it's just when you. No, I when, I know that you're not, Joe. I know that you're it's not. It's like we you get wanna, into passion wanna, mode. We get into passion mode about how important well, these rights are. When when you when you infringe on my right to free speech, when you infringe on my right to vote, when you infringe on a, on a, a woman's right to abortion or, or a woman's right to to. Uh, uh, just health care to contraception to, contraception, to health care mm-hmm. um, you're a terrorist um, I'm going to just do a quick little turn off when we talked about uh, McVeigh and white supremacy mm-hmm. um, when he was in the military he was reprimanded for purchasing a white power t-shirt at a Ku Klux Klan protest. Oh, well, there you go. So, I'm just saying. Yeah, I I think, you know. He is part of that problem. Well, and you know what? Um, Since he went after the. a little bit more than the teabaggers. He went after the federal building. So, um, thank you for finding that, Rain. He went after the federal building. So, you have to think. When these people go after the federal building, why are they going after the federal building? Because, let's see, the federal government provides 
handouts to the dark people. That's what they think. So, you know, it most certainly, and, and he knows better. He knows better than all of you. So he's putting himself up as the big white supremacist there. So, yeah. And I believe there was there was a daycare center in that building, in the Morrow building. Yeah, there was. A lot of yeah. little kids, little babies. Speaking yeah. of, uh, speaking of uh, uh, pro-life. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, I want to get to this. I want to shift gears, though, uh, because this, I think, is is kind of in... It will... will uh, draw out a little bit of similar ire from all of us. I think this is really important because uh, um, Ilhan Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat from uh, Minnesota, right? Is that where she's from? She's from Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She was... Thank you. She was at the Muslim Caucus Education Collective recently. I think this is from today. And she was asked a question about female genital mutilation. Uh, And she wasn't having it. She's answered the question over and over and said, no, I do not support it. I think it's abhorrent. I've stood up. You know, uh, we've signed on to legislation to condemn it, to try and stop it. Uh, But she has zero fucks left to give for these people who want to ask every Muslim politician out there the same five fucking questions over and over and over. And I think this is really important because this is this is kind of a soft bigotry where it's like, oh, do you not care to see what this person said about this issue? Are you going to ask Rick Santorum every time you interview him or, or whatever Catholic about, you know, uh, the, yep. the child abuse in the Catholic Church? You know? Or, uh, hell, ask any evangelical about all the grifters and child rapists they have. You know, do you oppose this? I mean, you know, every week there's some new evangelical that's fucking... Um, you know, the the problem is it's such a loose affiliation with these evangelical uh, groups. Unlike the Catholic Church, there's no not one like figurehead overseeing the whole thing. Is that it flies under the radar? But evangelicals are raping kids every day, every day, and nobody pays any fucking attention to it. But you know, white evangelicals, white but conservative evangelicals, white conservative evangelicals, but. Ilhan Omar, who came here uh, from Somalia when she was a little kid, has to condemn practices overseas. She's an American. She has to condemn this shit repeatedly. And the disdain in her voice for this question, awesome. Your second question is an appalling question because I, I always feel like there are bills that we vote on, um, bills we sponsor. Um, many statements we put out and then we're in um, in a panel like this and the question is posed could you and Rashida do this and it's like how often should I make a schedule like does this need to be on repeat every five minutes should I be like so today I forgot to condemn Al-Qaeda 
Uh, so here's the Al-Qaeda one. Today, I forgot to condemn FGM. So here it goes. Today, I forgot to condemn Hamas. So here it goes. Today, I forgot. You know, I mean, I, I, it is um, a very frustrating question. It comes up. You can look at my record. I voted for bills. Um, doing exactly what you're uh, asking me to do. I have put out statements upon statements. There's a bill in in Congress. There's a resolution that I am the co-author of that I voted out of the Foreign Affairs Committee. And so I am, I think, quite disgusted, really, to be honest, that as Muslim legislators, we are constantly being asked to waste our time uh, speaking to... Um, issues that other people are not asked to speak to because the assumption exists is that we somehow support and are for right? No, there is an assumption. So I want to make sure that the next time someone is in an audience and is looking at me and Rashida and Abdul and Sam that they Amen. ask us the proper questions that they will probably ask any member of Congress or any legislator or any politician and would not come with an accusation that we might support something that is so abhorrent, so offensive, so evil, so vile. Mm. What mm. we look mm. for and what this whole conversation is about is that not only do we not have internalized fears about what we might believe and how that get, gets implemented, but that we also don't have right assumptions about what our value basis might be because of where we might come from and who we pray to. And so I would like, not just for you, but for everyone, to know that if you want us to speak as politicians, American politicians, then you treat us as such. I don't know what that weird whoosh was at the end. Apparently, I forgot to edit that off, whatever that was. Um, that was amazing. It was powerful. It was powerful. I mean, you know, are, are we not past that? Are we not past that as human beings that every fucking question, you know, for, for a Muslim, it's like, you know, um, it's like it's like going up to somebody, you know, um, a Chinese person and saying, can you use a fork or can you only use chopsticks? Yes. It really is like uh, Are we that fucking stupid that we can't look up somebody's record before asking them a question? Oh, do you care to go on record to address, you know, I I mean, uh, uh, Okay, you know what we should do? We should have every Republican go on record and give their position on astrology since Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan had an astrologer in the White House that told them when they should fly and when they should meet and do this and do that and X, Y, and Z. So every 
every interview with every Republican politician, you need to see what their position is on astrology. Well, yeah. I Because any I, as I normal human her, being... I, I, go I'm going to tell you something. Please, as go I ahead. listen to her, I, I just think of the fact that there are so many people here in this country that think that Muslims are a monolithic group. The mm-hmm. same way that exactly. maybe back in, you know, when Kennedy ran for office, they thought that Christ- or Catholics were a monolithic group. And I know where I'm going to go next is kind of a strange place, but if I were to run for office, even though I'm second generation American, or I'm sorry, second generation German, would they ask me, hi, you, your grandparents were from Germany. Did you like Nazism? Yeah. I mean, this is this is like the stupid, it, 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 and when I say stupid question that she got asked, it's it's not necessarily stupid, but it comes from a really really ignorant place that still exists here in this country. You shouldn't ask this woman who is she came here as a refugee. She became as an American citizen. It is harder to become an American citizen than it was for any you can, you Joe or me to just be American. We we were born with that card. Yeah. Nobody questions us about that. We no, were born never. Americans. We 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 literally were born with the silver spoon in our mouth. <clears throat> agreed. Agreed. And I'm proud. I'm proud to be an American who's born here out of sheer luck. I take I take my Americanism now that I'm an older person, I'm older, I didn't know this growing up. I didn't understand so many different things, but I I take the fact that I was born here as an American as a gift and something yes. that um I, I take it as a gift and I want to raise other people up who fight to become Americans. Yeah. And the fact that they're asking her about questions like that means that they don't even understand they don't understand where she came from and if they do they automatically assume if you're going to ask her that question you're assuming that she thinks genital mutilation is okay yeah which is stupid and that's why she said it was obscene yes so um you know uh, but uh, but anyway, we don't have a lot of time. We're actually over. But Joe, I want to give you uh, your two bits before uh, we hit to the uh, head to the break. Well, first of all, let me say I admire uh, uh, Congressman Omar. I admire her uh, her stance on on uh, democracy and. Um, I hope her voice is not muted by the likes of Donald Trump. Yes. And or his followers. And I'll give you an amen for yeah. that. Amen. Amen. Because uh, you know how uh, the Trump cult all decided to chant, "Send her back." Well, parenthetically. Uh, yeah, parenthetically. <laughs> Um, well, this is what this is what the good people who elected her chanted. Yeah. 
Johan. How about that? Yeah, and I find it odd that a group of people who are so vocal about their religious liberties want to persecute her religious liberty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's stunning. It's really stunning. So the hypocrisy is yeah, is stunning. Yeah. Yeah. The irony is ironic. So, uh, irony is really ironic. I just watched Airplane 2 the other day. I need to get that clip from William Shatner. Wow, irony is pretty ironic. Um, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's hi- hypocritical, ironic, you know, un- unintentionally ironic. Um, and uh, Or just, you know, again, willful ignorance, too. It's like, I got mine, fuck you. Uh, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you on yours. So... But, I'm just going to toss in the fact that there's a little bit of um, xenophobia there. Oh, a little bit? They, like, yeah. got a whole fucking gallon jug of Mrs. Dash's xenophobia in there. So... I mean, she she's amazing. I'm sorry, a dump truck full of Mrs. Dash. That's white people spices, in case anybody doesn't know. Mrs. Dash. Not Mrs. Dash. Right. Mrs. Daesh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think they use it. Oh my god! That, that's, uh, oh, we gotta give Rain some uh, the A train out. All right, very good. This show brought to you by Mrs. Daesh. <laughs> the icing on the cake. Uh, oh all right. my god. <laughs> Anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. We, we got some Mad Libs coming at you, so we'll try and lighten things up here. I said I promised these guys that we were going to talk about some fun stuff tonight, and we didn't. Uh, but you know, maybe a little bit. Of, maybe the first segment was a little fun, making fun of the idiot P brain Republicans trying to justify that fucking vile chant. But anyway, Mad Libs, three Mad Libs coming your way soon. Only a few words needed from uh, Rain and Joe, so it'll go pretty quick. So here we go. Break time. Uh, let's listen to. Uh, oh, I promised atomic fire earlier for what was the what was the uh, atomic balm, right, Joe? So yes, he did say atomic balm. Atomic balm. Atomic balm. Uh, so let me make sure I got the right version. Yes, this is the two minute and two second version of atomic fire. So we'll be right back with more turn up the night with uh, us right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody. You can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rockin' more! It's Atomic Fire! Fire. Out in the madness, 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar, roar by, by the, the shore. shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. We're taped in front of a live studio audience here on Turn Up the Night. <laughs> Let that guy... There, that guy coughed again. Uh, all right. <laughs> I, I'm digging the laugh track. That, that's fun. I stole that. That was from Resistor Sisters. So, yeah. So, we'll see what happens down the, down the road. Uh, but anyway, welcome back, uh, everybody, to the program. Uh, not no new. Uh, I don't want to talk about any more news. I just want to get straight to the Mad Libs, so we can give everybody a good laugh on the way out. And again, we'll have some more fun on Friday. I want he- to get Heather on and uh, have her uh, play a game with us on the program. So yay! Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we got to get Heather to laugh. I want to hear her hearty, hearty laugh. Oh yeah, she has a great laugh. She really does. She laughed a little bit tonight on the program so uh but yeah i'd like to get her rolling that would be fun uh so all right here we go uh joe rain are you ready for mad libs i am let's go joe are you i am ready all right well i'm cocked and loaded (laughs) (laughs) i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. Here we go. Uh, Rain, I need a a color. Rue. Rose. Rosé. 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 Okay. (laughs) Oh, it's turning very French all of a sudden. Uh Uh, She's Spanish, but... In uh, Sacre Bleu, Joe, I need an exclamation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just said it. 
Viva la France! <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, France. Uh, rain, uh, a silly word. Gavoinkish belt. Gavoinkish belt. Uh, Gavoinkish belt. Schvelt. Schvelt. Gavoinkish belt. Okay, I got it. Uh, that's that's Ivanka's entire name right there is Gavoinkish belt. I think it is. Yeah. Um, Congratulations to the United States of Kingston. Gavoinkish belt. Hey! Uh, all right, moving right along. Uh, I need uh, Joe. Uh, well, I don't need. I need you to name a part of the body. <laughs> so, <laughs> part of the body. You know the uh, ones that living in Long Island's put out there first. <laughs> he slapped it right down. No, I'm, I'm not going to go there. No. Um, he slapped it. He slapped it right down on the table. Jeez. Cheeks. Living. Cheek. Cheeks. Ooh. Well, it's single, right. so we'll just do a. Right. Cheek. Cheek. Uh, let me see. Actually, let me see. Uh, uh, yeah, cheeks will work. We can use the plural in that. I just okay. had to read it in context. Cheeks. All right. Moving on to the third Mad Lib. We're almost done. Uh, rain, a type of flu. Flued. <laughs> a type of food, plural. Oh. Oh. Um. A type plural. Yeah. Multiple foods. I'm gonna go with matzo balls. Matzo balls. Balls. <laughs> matzo balls. I'm gonna put uh, B A W L Z. Uh. <laughs> uh. Joe, a vehicle. <laughs> so. <laughs> It could be running, uh, not running, in your neighbor's yard or not. Um, <laughs> or it could be in your garage. Like a clown car? It is your call entirely. Let's say clown car. Uh, should we say uh, 1972 Buick clown car? Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> Can't you go with Cavalier? Uh, no, because my dad works or used to work for GM. Oh. That's true. Uh, <laughs> when you say your dad, he tried to adopt me. So. Oh, he did. He did. Paperwork went I'm through. I'm going to go You're with good. our dad. Yeah. Uh, all right. Rain, part of the body, plural. Um, matzo balls? <laughs> well. No, I that. know. Um, parts of the body, plural. Let's go with toes. Toes. All right. Joe. Something alive, plural. <laughs> Something alive, fungus. Fungus. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it would be fungi. <laughs> fungi. For plural. And uh, rain. Same thing for you. Something alive, plural. Um. This is the last one I need from you guys right here. So make it golden. Okay, make it golden. Alive, something alive. Um. Plural. Bacteria. Bacteria. Is it bacterium if it's plural? I don't know. Mm. I think bacteria is plural. Okay. We'll go with Nobody bacteria. has one bacteria. <laughs> well, I'm saying bacteria is the singular and bacterium might be plural. I don't know. 
Uh, okay. well, so, I, I just put in bacteria. I don't care. I'm not a fucking species pluralism he's, Nazi. He's if not a fucking a, pharmacist. If you're a bacteria <laughs> amputee, you, if you're a bacteria amputee, you might have one bacteria. Well, yeah, you might. Let me see if I have my French music for for this next for because I'm ready to read them. Um, let me see because there's a lot of French things in this. Uh, okay, I do have the French music. I do have the French music. So let me let me find this. Uh, let me put it. Yeah, I'll put it right. Jake Collie told okay. me bacterium is single. Single. So okay. Bacteria. Thank is you, plural. Jake. All right, there we go. Uh, here we are. Uh, this is uh, all right. This is the story of Little Red Riding Hood, or should I say, Little Rose Riding Hood? One day, Little Rose Riding Hood was going through the forest carrying a basket of penises. Don't save penis in this house for her grandmother. Suddenly, she was met with a big, sveltering wolf. Vive la France, said the wolf. <laughs> where, where are you going, my little gavoikish velt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my grandmother's house, she said. Then the wolf fucked away. No. Of course no, he no, did. No, 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 no. <laughs> when Miss... No, this is- we this miss is wrong Rose on many levels, you know that, Ken. <laughs> we miss Rose Riding Hood got to her grandmother's house. Uh-huh. The wolf was in bed dressed like her grandmother. My grandmother, she said. What big wombats you have. Yeah, I'm with Joe. This is wrong. The better to scramble you with, said the wolf. Wolf. <laughs> Slipping into German. The wolf. <laughs> And grandmother, she said, what big man shafts you have. Uh Mm -hmm. The wolf said, the better to shear you with. Shear, the better to shear you with. And then she said, what big gerbils you have, gerbils. Grandmother. (laughs) But the the, the wolf said nothing. He just died of indigestion from eating grandmother. So... <laughs> Grandma's there. Ha ha ha. There you go. Oh, yes. What a Look little at that. That was, that was that a nice was little. The most disturbing. Little Rose Riding Hood. Ha ha ha. to throw in Tim's laugh in there. It's rouge. I think that Tim Coriander might be a Frenchman. Tim Coriander. All right, all right. Let's get to the next one. Tim Coriander. Oh man, I wish I had music for this, but I don't because this is this is talk like a pirate is what this is. You can always pretend to be a bloodthirsty ant, threatening everybody and waving your stinky sword in the air. But until you learn to chew like a pirate, you'll never be fluidly accepted as an authentic cat. Okay. So here's what you do. Cleverly work into your daily conversations corrupt pirate phrases, such as, Ahoy there, brains, and avast ye teeth. And and shiver me bigots. 
<laughs> Shiver me bigots. Shiver me bigots. bigots. Uh, <laughs> Parenthetically. Oh, shiver me bigots. Make him walk the Trump. <laughs> I just made that one up. Uh, remember to drop all your G's when you say such words as sailing, spitting, and fighting. This will give ye a clavicle start to being recognized as a swashbuckling dancer. What? Instead of a head start, a clavicle start. Um, once ye have the lingo down pat, it helps to wear a three-cornered bratwurst on your head. <laughs> Stash an air fryer in your pants and keep a fountain perched top your cheeks. Aye, now ye be a real pirate. You know, I, I think that the teabaggers should have worn a tri-cornered bratwurst on their head. It would have made them more appealing. God damn it. More we delicious. literally had that for dinner tonight. Tri-cornered bratwurst? Well, not tri-cornered, but we had bratwurst. And now I go. feel like I could have served it as a tri-cornered bratwurst. Because <laughs> it was me, Bob, and Doug. There you go. You should put them on the plate. All touching tips. All touch... You said tips, right? <laughs> all touching tips. 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 Tits would have been fun, too. Well... I did say titties and buttholes earlier on the show. So. <laughs> wow, this is really going off, off, it off is. the road here. Sorry, All right, wow. you know, I know, I know how we can rein this in. We need Wilbur Ross in here to talk about wholesome soup. Okay. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the Wilbur can Ross. of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a Seven Eleven down here. The can of Campbell's soup. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah, Much you know, better. The story that he falls asleep at his cabinet meetings, right? Oh yeah. my God, I'm I'm shocked. He seems he so youthful and vibrant. That's a that's a true story. It's not fake news. He Does falls he, asleep at his own meetings. I have to wear a snorkel if I'm eating soup. In my meeting, <laughs> because if I fall in my soup without my snorkel, I could drown in a fifty-year in soup. <laughs> I just like making him trail off at the end. Just get really super quiet at the end there. No, sleep. Just need sweet. Checking my checking my Please. eyelids for holes. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ, Wilbur Ross. And seriously, can we get somebody a little bit older with a little bit more experience in being a horrible person than Wilbur Ross, please? Um. Anyway, he could be wearing a tricolored bratwurst, and and, and wearing it with my fashionable soup tits, soup snorkel, and titties and buttholes. So, <laughs> uh, we need David Lynch in here to break this shit up. What the hell? All right, there we go. Okay, uh, uh, you need Sebastian well, Gorka too. Seriously, well, if you if you insist, Joe, I will come in <laughs> and make sure everybody knows that I'm much more American than any American that's ever been pooped out. Poops out. I want Adam to come on. He says he does a good Yoda. I want to hear him do Yoda as Sebastian Gorka. 
Oh, I, he might need some practice for that. But anyway, we have one more Mad Lib. We have one more Mad Lib, and I'm excited about this one, everybody, because this is something close to my heart. And the old, the the uh, Colbert Report, Stephen Colbert. You know what that topic is, guys? It's no. bears. Bears. Here we go. Bears. If you go to some doped-up place like Yellowstone National Testicle... You must know how to deal with wild animals, such as bears and wolves and toothbrushes. That'll strike the fear into you if you're a, if you're a Trump cultist. They're like, toothbrushes? I just need a single toothbrush. Um, what, what's a toothbrush? What is It's terrifying. It's got horns and a, a spiky tail. Um... The most important of these is the bear. There are three kinds of bears at Yellowstone. The grizzly bear, the rotten bear, and the drunk bear. <laughs> Stay away from the drunk bear. I, I would say the drunk bear. You never know what a drunk bear is going to do. Oh, my God. I don't think I'd like to hang out with drunk bear. I don't know. Maybe we'll we've been in and out of, the, out of his lane. Hey, boo-boo. I think I got it too much tequila. Uh... <laughs> Oh, Yogi. Yogi. <laughs> did you eat the think. worm, Yogi? Um, the ranger's not going to like that, Yeah, there you go. Bears spend most of their time shitting or puking. They look very gassy, but if you make them angry, they might bite your booger. Bears will come up to your car and beg for matzo balls. They will stand on their hind legs and clap their toes together and pretend to be married. <laughs> but do not get out of your 1972 Buick clown car or offer the bears potato <laughs> chips or tomatoes. This same advice applies to other wild creatures such as fungi and bacteria. Remember all these rules and you will spend your vacation decently and will not get eaten by a Nazi. There you go. Hey, boo-boo. I think I got Yogi. eaten by a Nazi. Yogi, I'm not a Nazi. No, but I think Ranger Smith might be. Oh, I think he is too. Yogi, he's got cages. I think uh, Ranger Gorka might be a Nazi. I am... <laughs> What do you know, you stupid bear? <laughs> Yogi Bear and Ranger Gorka. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm losing. I did Yogi Bear too much, so now I can't remember how to do Sebastian Gorka. But anyway, it's time to end the show anyway. It's Thank like, you, everybody. That was fun. It's so, like riding a bike. <laughs> it's just like riding a bike. Oh, Gorka, why do you hate the bear so much? <laughs> Yogi Gorka? Oh, Jesus. Well, no, that's Yogi versus uh, Ranger Gorka. Oh, okay. Gorky Pig. I just Pig. loved the little bear. What was his name? Boo-Boo. Boo-Boo. Okay. I hope I'm do I'm, I'm doing a bad boo boo. It's not I? bad. You guys both did, did a pretty good boo boo. Yogi, I don't understand. Ranger, it's Ranger very Gorka. nasally, and he's like, I don't know about that. You oh, know. See, 
Yeah. My voice Except is too deep to really uh, nail it, though. So. I just remember Yogi. <laughs> I don't think okay, it's such a, a good idea. Tonight. Yeah. We'll get some picnic baskets. Boo boo. We'll get some picnic baskets with the matzo of the bowls. We'll go up to some cars and get some matzo bowls. Rip off the rugs if they don't. Yogi, you're kosher. Yay. Now I'm slipping into. Yeah. From Peter Griffin. You're slip. You sound like Fred Flintstone. Ah. I can't, I'm you know, Fred Flintstone is one of those voices. That guy who did the, the voice of Fred Flintstone, I don't remember his name, but yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, it's no. like, all I can I do is like the, you know, Fred Gorka. Uh, well, not, you know. Oh, Fred. You're doing Fred Gorka now. Fred. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's or go ahead and wrap Sebastian the show. Flintstone. I don't know which. You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah, Sebastian Flintstone, uh, Fred Gorka, whatever you want, Gorky Pig. Once again, but you know what? I- at some point, I'm gonna try and Gorky write down pig. all the impressions Gorky that I can remember pig. I've Did I done. Hear that? Huh? Gorky Pig. Gorky. Yeah, Gorky Pig. <laughs> badee badee badee. That's all, folks. <laughs> Well, at some point, you know what I'll do? We'll do that. We'll do Kenny Pick's voice challenge on the show at some point, and I'll write down all the voices I've done in the past that I can remember. I'll send you guys the list, and you can call me out, like take turns calling me out to do the voice, and see how easily I can switch between. The voices, because I've done a lot right, now. Fred. I've done at least thirty or forty voices over the years on this show, so you know some better than others, but you know none we'll like Sebastian Gorka. I none like Sebastian Gorka. Your Skeletor is top notch too. It is top notch. Let me tell you. It's kind of like Roy Moore, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. Uh, they are. It's just the the hillbilly accent on on Skeletor is all it is. You know, with no crime in that. So, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, Rain, what's your parting shot tonight? I, my parting shot is that I have had a house guest, and um, he got ill, and he's feeling better today. So was, I it just want to was it the tri corner? Was it the tri love to a fellow for freedom member who came here to visit, and he's feeling better today. Did you I make him that, sick with sincerely. the tri? Did you make him sick with the tri cornered bratwurst? No, no, no. I think tonight it made him better because <laughs> we put tits in it. Uh, we put tits and titties oh, and buttholes. Okay. We're not. No. So I'm sorry, Joe. I can't believe no. I'm making Joe feel like this is too much. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Mr. Inappropriate Joker. It's inappropriate. I don't know about that. Uh, Alan Reed that. was uh, the voice of Fred Flintstone until 1977. Uh, but anyway, uh, what, what else, though, Rain? Um, finish your thought. I really don't have much else. I, I just, I literally, between, here's the thing. I canceled on Friday 
very late in the day because we found out a friend of ours who came into town was coming to visit us. And that's fine. And then he left. And then we had another friend coming in on supposedly Saturday, moved to Sunday. And I haven't really paid that much attention to things. But today my parting shot is congratulations to the United Kingdom of Kingston. Yeah. And I I mean that because where I grew up is... In New York, right across the river from Kingston, mm-hmm. New York. And so, <clears throat> God bless Kingston. Sorry about you, Mayor. Sorry about the Mayor of Kingston. What are you going to do? Because now Boris Johnson is going to run Kingston, New York. Is that even legal? I don't know. That's the best part of the shot I've ever been I like it. I like it. It's funny. I was riffing off you. I was riffing. <laughs> All right, Joe. Parting shot, sir. Uh, late development tonight. Oh. One Aaron Zebley. Not a name you might know. Zebley. He was chief of staff for Robert Mueller during the entire 22 months he was special counsel. Okay. What? It was announced in the last hour <gasps> that he will be sitting next to Mr. Mueller during his testimony in front of the Senate and the House. Oh. And will be sworn in as a witness. What? Does that... That means he'll be answering questions, too. I'm Hmm. just going to ask that, Joe. And as far as I know, he hasn't been given any directions. Yeah. By the Department of Justice. Yes. I heard about this. Yeah. This was at the request of Mr. Mueller. Oh, oh and man! The committee, the committee chairman, just approved his swearing in. So, Joe, are you going to still weed tomorrow? Or are you going to? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. I'm well, gonna. I got to say, still, at any rate. Man, that was pretty. I like that. So, so I don't know. That's that throws us a special little uh, uh, suspense. Little, little, is little the word I'm looking for. suspense nugget. Suspense nugget into the yeah. uh, into the hearing tomorrow because sure. we'll have a loose cannon sworn in as a witness. Yeah, sure. I didn't know that. Put that loose cannon suspense nugget in the bittersweet and sour sauce. At the request of Mr. Mueller, I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Mr. Mueller, there's a lot of things Mr. Mueller wouldn't want to characterize outside the four corners of the report, but Mr. Zebley may want to wander into that territory. So you think and he's going to be questioned as well, Joe? Oh, no, no. He is going to be questioned. That's oh. Once you're sworn in as a witness, you are questioned. Yes, this that's just, part of the committee rules. This just came out within tonight. the hour. Well, the request was made today, and it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was not known whether the committee chairman were going to approve him as a witness. It was a known unknown. It was a known unknown. It was a known, yeah. it was, yeah. There are known, knowns we don't know, and unknowns we don't know but this is a known unknown yeah yeah. we also know there are known unknowns that is to say we know there's some things we do not know yeah and what we do not know is what zebley is going to say we know that Mueller may stay within the four corners of the report but to characterize what the thinking was on the uh, staff zebley might be an enlightened so he Witness. might be Mueller's anger translator. 
Luther, yeah. Well, that is one way to put it, yes. Yes. And um, so it, it's going to be, be interesting how Zebli uh, uh, interprets the mood of the special counsel's office for Mueller. Yeah. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be interesting, guys. I think so too. Well, I wouldn't miss it. Uh, well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll see highlights for sure, but I might watch it live while I'm doing my busy work at work. But I don't know. We'll see, or listen to it at the very least. But anyway, good and, parting and that, shots. By yep. the way, yep. Adam, Adam Schiff also told Mueller tonight that uh, the DOJ letter outlining what he could and cannot say uh, mm. should not. Should not influence his testimony at all. Okay. Well, duh. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. All right. Well, sure we're gonna wrap things that. up right now. But uh, but no, very cool parting shot there, Joe. And thank you, Rain, for your parting shot as well. And uh, I gotta run. Uh, but everybody have a great week. Uh, I got a little special treat for you at the very end of the program. Uh, based on what we were just talking about. And, uh, yeah, we'll see everybody on Friday. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, I'll, I'll let everybody know what the game is going on coming up. And Heather will be our contestant and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, thank you all for listening. We love you all. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! Good evening, my fellow Americans. You remember my anger translator, Luther. Why, hello. Now, I've told Luther that he can join me for this last address, but that his being on his very best behavior is crucial to healing the divide in this country. Keep it chill, Luther. Go against every natural instinct in your body. Since we last spoke, the country has voted for a new president. (laughs) Trump! Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, really? It's true. We all have to accept that we're going to have someone else calling the shots. Vladimir Putin, y'all. We got a naked Ruski on horseback going to be running the show. Placebo, Russian motherfuckers. It was a close election, but the people have spoken. Yeah, they voted for Hillary Clinton, but then this outdated electoral college bumbo jumbo voodoo bull. (laughs) 